You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. Up next is CITR's coverage of Courtside, the home opener for the Thunderbirds basketball season. First, the Thunderbirds women's team will take on the Saskatchewan Huskies live at War Memorial Gym. You will be joining the game already in progress. Jacob Ayer and Natalie Scadden have the call. Ball dished back in. That time, Olenek couldn't find the basket, but she'll go to shoot two here after a Thunderbird foul. Olenek coming from a basketball family, both of her parents playing Canada West basketball, mom for Lethbridge and uh, dad for SFU back before they were... Um, before they became an NCAA school, uh, and perhaps even more notably, her older brother, Kelly Olenek, who is uh, a long-standing member of Team Canada and plays in the NBA for the Miami Heat. Strong athletic family. Missing the second of her two shots was Olenek. Thunderbirds keeping up the 2-1 lead here early. Top of the key, it's Jess Hansen. Hansen on the near side now, it's Johnson. Poked away momentarily, Johnson recovers. Shot clock down to three. Tied up is Johnson, the rookie, but she'll get the foul call. That foul went against Decat. Inbound here from Penn. Finds Hansen. Shot clock was reset there to 14 on the inbound. Dishes it back out to Hansen on the far wing. Hansen, hotly contested here early by Ducat, can't find a good shot and has to rifle off what was a brick. Hansen had no room there. The defense just swarming her. She had no choice but to heave it up. Megan Allstrom doing all she could. The dish was sent out then to Libby Epic, who fired from three, came up short. Eurostep look there from Megan Allstrom, and she'll go. She was blocked, rather. Swatted away by Keelan Filowich there. Media impact from Filowich. We talked about her increased blocking per game. This time, quick release from Sabine Ducat, and she's going to be a key player here today. The pressure she's able to put on Jess Hansen here early, it's a really high intensity. As an open Thunderbird, far side of court, that was Kate Johnson. Nice look there from Hansen. Great on-court awareness to find that open pass. And on the Husky side, where's the defense? I mean, Hansen's going to have to find a way, find that outlet pass if they're going to double-team her coming up, coming up the court. Ball in the hand of the Huskies. It's the point guard, Epic. And connecting. Thunderbirds find themselves down here early. In the first quarter, it's four to five in favor of the Huskies. Jess Hansen bringing the ball up. Decat relentless on defense. Hansen also finding the Husky pressure to be somewhat overwhelming here early. Maddie Penn tightly contested, and now will be the Huskies charging down court. Olenek down at the other end. Now it's back in the hands of Allstrom. Allstrom kicks it back. That's epic. Driving through the paint, a lot of Thunderbird hands up, and she will go to the line. Fouled on the play. 
interesting to note, we, we already mentioned that the Huskies had a great offensive year last last season, but you know, they also they also managed to hold their opponents to under 60 points per game. So their defense isn't so bad either. A big part of that defense was their departure. The recently graduated Megan Lindquist, she was the team leader in blocks per game, and she was also a key contributor onto defensive boards. It seems early that they have been able to figure out how to work around her absence. And of course, they have picked up some new players for this year as well, including Carly Alstrom, the younger sister of Megan, as well as Ashley D'Souza Martins. Both of those players were on the U18 Canadian national team. Four to seven in favor of the Huskies. Maddie Penn holds the ball for the Thunderbirds. Nice screen there by Filowich. Falling up well, coming up well short though was Maddie Penn. Filowich is tied up under the hoop and it looks to be a jump ball. Or rather, it goes against the Thunderbirds here and it'll be an inbound for the Huskies. Taking it up is Ducat. And that's a bit of a mismatch, Ducat on Hansen. Ball in now near side. That's Olenek. Nice bounce pass. Great feed. And the layup there was delivered by Kelly Lawler. Lawler, quite the athlete. Actually, not just on the basketball court, but on the diamond. Yeah, coming off a bronze medal performance uh, at the World Baseball Championships um, with Team Canada. That time, it was Jess Hansen on the near side block, able to put it down. Thunderbirds still trailing here early. 6-9, nice swat there by Keelan Filowich. It'll be Kate Johnson on the other end. There's two Huskies in her way. They decide to slow down the play, but an open Strujic. Brilliant pass there from, from Jessica Hansen. Thunderbirds trying to keep themselves in this game here early. High intensity defense from the Huskies in addition to some stars on offense. That time, three-point attempt comes up short. It'll be Kate Johnson racing down the other side of the court. Pulling up with a bit of a floater. Hits the back of the backboard and bounces out. Ball will be returned to Husky hands. Looks like a holding call against Dina Shrujic, I believe. Indeed, against Strujic here early. Few new faces on the court. LaGuerta, Gabrielle LaGuerta into the game for the Thunderbirds, as well as Dina Strujic and Ali Norris. Norris now racing up the near sideline, comes up well short. Looked like she was partially blocked on that play and couldn't get the ball above her own net. That time tipped out, ball will go in favor of the Huskies. And Thunderbirds are putting in a lot of early effort here. It seems like they're working a lot harder than the Saskatchewan side. Well, I mean, if you if you have a if you have a look at the at the roster for these two teams, you'll see that that the Huskies are a much bigger team. They've got seven girls on the roster, six feet or taller, to just four for UBC. So there's a big height differential on the court right now. And it, they're playing games right now with the Thunderbirds, able, as we just mentioned, to get it over the outstretched hands. Shot clock winds down to zero, and the Huskies 
were just able to get it off the rim, but the Thunderbirds get the defensive board after a nice offensive rebound. Jess Hansen far side. Filowich, two women on her. And Jess Hansen sees a nice open three look. And the fans are coming in now here for courtside. As the night goes on, a supposed 2,500 will be in the building. That home crowd advantage should go in the Thunderbirds' favor. 11-9 now, Thunderbirds reclaiming the lead. The fake and then drive there by Maskowicz. And right now, ball is locked up on the floor. That was Jess Hansen and Decat both clawing at it. Ball will be awarded to UBC as the Huskies sub out a few players. Both teams bringing the intensity right now on the season opener here. Feels almost like a playoff game. I don't know if it's the, the, the crowd or just the level of play right now, but it's good back and forth basketball game so far. Compared to last season where the Thunderbirds went 10 and 10, it seems like there's a lot more cohesion. There's more options to score points on the court. Norris is going to really have to compete here this season as we've seen already Kate Johnson vying for her spot. And now it's Jess Hansen from just inside of the free throw line. Gets the ball back. And Jess Hansen from that same spot connects. Thunderbirds, 13-9. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that uh, battle for the starting spot goes for the Thunderbirds this year. Sometimes a little bit of friendly competition between teammates vying for that spot can boost the level of the whole team, right? Timeout taken here by head coach of Saskatchewan, Lisa Thamaitis who's now in her 20th year, a very decorated coach indeed. She has five-time Canada West Coach of the Year, two-time CIS Coach of the Year, and she's also led the Huskies to five Canada West titles, recently in 2017 and 2016, and also 2013, 2011, and 2006. And in that 2016 season, she also brought them to a U Sports title. Interestingly, as well as the consistency with which the Saskatchewan Huskies have, have played in this last decade. I mean, they've, they've made the national final eight tournament nine out of the last ten seasons, which is a pretty impressive record. And on the opposing side for the home UBC Thunderbirds, it's head coach Deb Hubbin, who's now entering her 24th season here as head coach. Both these, both of these management situations have a lot of experience and you know that's going to play into the strategy here tonight thunderbirds with early lead you know that thematis is talking with her team figuring out how they can best decide where we've seen keelan filowich kate johnson and even maddie penn and jess hansen step up early and coming out of the timeout we resume action here at war memorial it's decat one-on-one -on -one here with Norris. Gets a screen and finds from the elbow. Can't get her shot to connect. She took an open look. Now Thunderbirds will get the ball back. It'll be Struges to inbound. And if we look at this Thunderbird roster as Norris takes a three that goes well too long from the near side corner there's a few injuries for this team. Yeah, we uh, we saw as we came into the building tonight, um, both Dina 
sorry, Dana uh, Pierce. Dana Pierce and uh, Marcy Slick were in plain clothes along with um, Kristen Lindquist. So uh, three Thunderbirds uh, so far uh, with injuries and you know, it remains to be seen whether we'll see them later in the season or not. Schlick and Dana Pierce both out actually with ACL injuries. They're taking red shirts on the season to preserve their ability to play another year in U Sports, but we won't be seeing any of them here, but they are in attendance as they're supporting their team that they've been so committed to over the years. Even without them, during preseason and here today, Thunderbirds seem to be doing all right. Ball in the hands of the Huskies. That's epic driving in. Ball was kicked out. Errant pass intended for Maskowich. Bit of a miscue there as Maskowich was going to come back out to the top of the three-point line there. Misses the uh, baseline pass. Couldn't find the look, but UBC will get the ball back. Also into the game for the Thunderbirds is rookie Haley Council, originally from Port Moody. Turnover here as it's the Huskies coming back down the other side of the court. An open look from three. Huskies still having troubles from beyond the arc. And now under the net, a fight for the ball. Foul charged against UBC here. Strugic again. She's gonna have to watch herself. A couple fouls early on for her. The next one will, the next foul against UBC will, uh, will send the Huskies into the bonus as well. Another to go here in the first quarter. Another substitution here for UBC. It's Tannis Metcalf coming into the game. And stepping out will be Strugic, who's dealing with some foul trouble early. It's Brianna Fair who's into the game for the Huskies. Dishes off to Maskowich. Maskowicz, top of the key, guarded one-on-one -on -one by Filowicz. Goes for the inside look, and it was LaGuerta and Fair. Brianna Fair getting tied up there. Brianna, a sister of the younger Chris, or a twin, rather, with Christy Fair. They both play on the team. There's a set of twins and a set of non-twin sisters on this Husky lineup. So there, it can generate some confusion around the names on court. Basketball in the family for a lot of these people on, on the Huskies. It's Brianna Fair now shooting. And converts both of her free throws. 13-11 now. Thunderbirds holding the slim lead. A minute 45 left. Thunderbirds momentarily lose the ball but Maddie Penn on the near side wing holds it. Nice look, and then a backhanded hook pass to Keelan Filowich, who was posted near the block and sees a relatively easy basket for herself. Dump out now to Fair. Long pass cross court. The Huskies find Fair again on the near side. Just four left on the shot clock here. Huskies are gonna have to throw it up, get off a shot. And as time expires, the pass came in there from Carly Astrom, intended for Vera Crooks. Nothing of it. 
Thunderbirds ball. Jess Hansen now carrying it up court for the T-Birds. Still high intensity defense here from the Huskies and a near steal, but Jess Hansen will pull up from the short corner on the far side. That one off the near, off her near side of the rim and the Huskies back down at the other end. An open look here from three for Ostrom. That one also short, some shooting troubles for both sides. Another attempt from beyond the arc, but it was a fake. Passed inside, play momentarily slows down. And once again, we have players on the court from both teams. Filowicz fighting with Maskowicz, as well as Crooks. Vera Crooks of the Huskies into the game in her fourth year from Fife Lake, Saskatchewan. And right on cue, she is substituted back out. We'll bring back on Decat. Jess Hansen outpacing Maskowicz and an attempted save there. That came in from the Thunderbirds. That was Haley Council. She couldn't get the pass back in. It was a, a wide ball from Hansen originally and she did the best she could to keep it in play. She kind of flung it over the back of her head there in the hopes that it would find a T-Bird teammate, but uh, no such luck. And as time expires here in the first quarter, that was Decat firing a three, finally converting for the Huskies. And it was a bit of a messy first quarter there from both sides. Huskies really struggling from, from the field. Yeah, and, and interestingly, you know, both both teams had their leading scorers from last season. So far, not on not on the board. So that's uh, Madison Penn and uh, Summer Maskowitz. Quiet night so far, although they are getting involved in other ways, whether it be rebounding and steals, a couple nice assists from Madison Penn. On the side of the Huskies, Ducat has seen some points on the board for herself. She is that main player in their in the Husky rotation that they'll often find Maskowitz as well. Uh, those two gonna need to step up the game. Jess Hansen putting on the board for UBC early. Seven points for her already just through that first quarter. Yeah, and she's, she's been challenged too. They've been playing very tight defense on her when she's bringing the ball up the court. Um, but she's finding a way to, to find the open the open teammate, and, and when when she has an opportunity to shoot, she's converted quite well so far. So it's nice to see that from her, shooting with some confidence. Looking around the rest of the league, Alberta trumped McEwen today, 81-58 at home. Winnipeg lost a tightly contested battle against Victoria, 77-76 final for the Vikes. Manitoba, in the closing seconds of the fourth, holds a sizable... 13-point lead against Brandon, at Brandon. Calgary, meanwhile, also a very tight game. Lower scoring than the, than the Victoria-Winnipeg game, though. In the fourth quarter, it's Regina holding the slim lead over the Dinos, 59 to 57. UNBC triumphing right now against the Mount Royal Cougars, 67 to 37. Then the final seconds of the third ticking away there and Thompson Rivers at Fraser Valley about to get underway as well. UBC Oak in Trinity Western. And here, we just ended the first quarter. Thank you for listening on CITR or Canada West, wherever you may be tuning in. I'm Jacob Mayer, and this is Natalie Scadden. We're bringing you guys 
courtside action. More fans trickling in still. Thunderbirds, an impressive early lead here against the number one ranked Saskatchewan Huskies. Doing it in slightly unconventional ways, having their third point scorer, Jess Hansen, right now, putting all the points on the board for the team. Seven of them so far for her here, for her here early. We're back underway as the Huskies hold the ball. It's Maskowicz. And now it's Epic. Ball dished out here from the near side wing. Megan Alstrom with the three. Earlier on, the three point was a definite low, low percentage shot for the Huskies, but their last two attempts have been converted. Matt Cap now out. Penn from the far side wing. Two women on her. Sees a nice inside look there to Metcalf, who puts in the easy layup. It'll be her first two points in the regular season as a teeper. So nice to see the rookies getting involved early. Maskowich. Long pass out to the near side. That's Olenek. And now it's back to Maskowich. She goes for a bit of a unconventional two-handed two hook shot. She's all tied up underneath. Tries to get the pass off and kicks it off her teammate Alstrom's foot. Thunderbirds doing a pretty good job on defense so far, at least within the paint. Absolutely, or, I mean, Summer Maskowicz averaged nearly 60 point, or so, sorry, 60% from the field last season uh, and has yet to score a point here tonight. Inbound, nearly stolen away there by the Huskies. It's Kate Johnson carrying it up. Quick pass out to Hansen. Does a good job with the side, with a jab to her side. Gets a Husky to race by her and then gets a nice wide open look for two from the short corner. Thunderbirds on top here, 19-17 in the second quarter. Carrying it up now for Saskatchewan is Libby Epic, ball dished off here. And getting the layup is Olenek. It's almost as if UBC actually is playing like they're the favorite right now. Like we said, it might be that they have the home court advantage, but Saskatchewan playing a bit of catch up here early. It's knotted up at 19 as Keelan Filowicz drives, goes up and under. Nice little finger roll with the reverse there. Epic dishing it off. Pulling up from the elbow. That's Ducat who connects. Locked here at 21. Not enough good things to say about Jess Hansen here early. Has really helped the Thunderbirds manage to keep a stronghold in this game. Foul called against Alstrom of the Huskies on a hold. Inbound here, now it's Penn. Hands it off to Hansen. Back to Penn. Seven seconds left on the shot clock. She launches one from deep three. It won't go. And the Huskies come flying down the other side of the court. Open look here from three. Olenek's shot can't fall either. Now it's DeCap from beyond the arc. 
It's a tirade of three-point attempts here. This time, maybe wisely, the ball comes back inside. And Decat pulling up from the top of the circle. Can't connect. Offensive rebounds, though. Thunderbirds are going to need to do a better job against the Huskies. That was three straight. Yeah, and a couple tap-outs there as well. So T-Birds need to be a little bit more careful there to box out their opponents. Far side now, it's Kate Johnson. Five left on the shot clock. Filowich sees daylight. And Filowich putting some points on the board for herself. That was from the free throw line. Nice pass, too, by Kate Johnson. One-handed. At, at the other end of the court, Kate Johnson gets tied up there with some Huskies on the play. And going up for the shot, Epic. Or rather, Olenek fouled on the play. She'll go to Charity Stripe to shoot a pair. Rookie Metcalf charged with the foul for UBC. On the sideline here, head coach Deb Hubbin having a quick huddle with her team going over strategy. As although the Thunderbirds hold a one-point lead, 23-22 to 22 here in the second, there's been a strong push in the last couple minutes here by the Huskies. Olenek can't sink the second one. The rebound grabbed here by the Thunderbirds, and it's Penn bring it up court. Hansen thought about three, drives in. Foul there called against the Huskies, inbound for the Thunderbirds. Olenek, who just was shooting for her own free throws, then drew the, then caused the foul on that play for the Thunderbirds. Okay, Johnson, quick hands. Johnson doing a nice job pivoting, finding an opening. Can't connect. Maddie Penn trying to back her up, but she's blocked. Saskatchewan doing a nice job on offense and defense right now. Thunderbirds maybe losing a bit of momentum. Another foul here. Kate Johnson didn't look too happy with that one. She kind of just shrugged there at the ref. Well, earlier we saw Johnson get tied up where she thought there should have been a foul called against the Huskies. Bit of frustration potentially coming out of the rookie. Handoff here doesn't go so smoothly, but Decat holds it. Shoots from three. She's tried that shot a few times with minimal success here early. In her face was Maddie Penn who's now carrying the ball back on the near side for the Thunderbirds. This time it will be a, a, a charge called against Penn and the ball will get turned over here to the Huskies. That was Megan Alstrom there who picked up the charge or drew the charge rather from, from Madison Penn. Huskies have the ball on their side now. Decat holding the ball. Dishes into Maskowitz and Keelan Filowich, or rather Maddie Penn this time getting on the ground, doing a nice job defensively. Kate Johnson back here for the Thunderbirds. It's Metcalf. The pass, which is nearly intercepted. Somehow Maddie Penn comes away with it. And one, Maddie Penn. She'll go to the line. Nice job by her just to get that ball up in the air. Never wow. mind to have it sink. You can tell she just really wants to get on the board right now, hey. 
attempting the three-point play here will be Madison Penn. The native Aussie for the Thunderbirds had a strong season last year. Really one of the key players as she converts here, putting the Thunderbirds up to a sizable four-point lead. Penn very strong from the free throw line as well. She hit 78% last year from the charity stripe. And even though she took a bit of a backseat to Filowich during the preseason, she still put up 14 and a half points, six rebounds and two assists a game. Strong numbers, even if she technically moved back to a second position. Absolutely, a player as talented as Maddie Penn, she can rack up 14, 16, 18 points without you even really noticing. That's how good she is. Foul there called against Filowich. Husky inbound. 4.45 left here in the second quarter. Thunderbirds holding a four point lead. It's Decat driving hard, trying to get the pass off, and she slams into the foam pads on the far side. Or maybe the, was that the court? Did she land that loud? I'm not sure, but it sounded painful, whatever it was. Couldn't get the pass off, no foul on the play. We'll give the ball back here to the Thunderbirds. And it's Kate Johnson bringing the ball up now. Johnson one-on-one -on -one there with Epic, gets the ball off to Penn. Penn gives it back. Losing possession momentarily there was Haley Council. Thunderbirds converting. Big job by Haley Council. Another rookie on the board for the T-Birds. Handoff here for the Huskies. Huskies hoping to get something going. It seemed for a few minutes there, they were starting to wear down this Thunderbird defense as Decat pulls up with the swish from the top of the circle. But UBC doing a good job fighting back here, right when it seems that the Huskies start to go on a roll. A nice drive there from Maddie Penn, doing her job on the opposite side was Kelsey Lawler. Olenek, long pass here. That's epic from the far corner. She can't see her three go either. Mighty Penn doing a nice job here with her veteran presence, slowing the play down for the Thunderbirds. Kate Johnson, far side elbow. Johnson's hot. The rookie making an immediate impact we saw early in the game. It was her defense and her steal that started this momentum for the Thunderbirds. Now she's converting here, putting some more points on the board. Defensive rebound there for the Thunderbirds. Jess Hansen finds the inside pass again to Johnson. Hansen and Johnson here, really strong. Some good chemistry going on here between the two guards for UBC. Timeout taken here by the Huskies. Thunderbirds now up eight. And I don't know about you, but this wasn't my prediction heading into the game. Yeah, that's a 13 to five run for, for UBC back then when it was tied at 19. Now 32-24, UBC jumping out to a bit of a lead here in the second quarter. Early on, the Thunderbirds doing a phenomenal job from the field, shooting over 50%. And it's not that Saskatchewan is doing particularly terrible, but 30.8 is well below their average as a team. Right now, definitely not on pace to meet that 82 points per game mark. Uh, it could be very interesting here. Saskatchewan was perfect on the road last season, 10-0. 
in Canada West action. So 10 no with with an 87 point per game average, Natalie. Yeah, absolutely an offensive powerhouse. So some impressive play so far tonight by by UBC to hold them to just 24 points partway through the the second quarter here. Meanwhile, UBC, who was just six and four last year at home, making their name a force to be reckoned with here early, as with 2.51 left in the second quarter, maintaining that eight point lead, forcing the head coach of the Huskies to take a few early timeouts here. Lisa Thematis trying to figure out what she can do to combat this nice job by Jess Hansen, Kate Johnson, Maddie Penn, and Keelan Filowich. We're back here as play resumes. Huskies trying to figure out how to break this UBC defense. Pulling up that time for three. That was Olenek. Nice look. Just kept her feet outside beyond the arc. Back at the other end, it's Maddie Penn now. Maddie Penn spin move here. Gets tripped up, didn't see the extra defender there. That was Ducat who was well positioned, gets the accidental turnover. Ducat sees Daylight. Nice step back move from her. Norris on Ducat. That's a bit of a mismatch as well. We saw her on Hanson. These are just smaller bodies on the court for UBC. That time, a, a three that was well off. That was launched by Haley Council. Giving the ball right back here to the Huskies. Maskowicz inside. Some tall bodies there for the Thunderbirds. That was Filowicz and Penn both going up and grabbing the ball. That time, foul called against the Huskies. It will be Thunderbird inbound. The Guerta back on the court here. While the Huskies have Kelsey Lawler take a quick break. Norris on to Cat. Norris trying to find some room to get a pass off. Indeed gets it over to Matty Penn. Now it's Kate Johnson at the far side elbow. Keelan Filowich pumps once from inside the paint. Can't get that shot to fall. Trailing just five here now. Trying to tear away at what was once an eight point lead for the Thunderbirds is the Saskatchewan side. Just 1.16 left here in the second quarter. Ducat holding onto the ball. Eight left on the shot clock. Ducat trying to get an unorthodox finger roll to go. Can't even find the rim. Unfortunately for the Thunderbirds there, Kate Johnson didn't quite corral the rebound. She more swatted it down and, and went out of play there. So it's back in the hands of the Huskies. Huskies with possession here. Just a minute six now left on this second quarter. Thunderbirds five-point lead. The leaders in the game so far. On the side of Saskatchewan, it's been Sabine Decat. Four for 11 from the field, good for nine points for her on the night. And for the Thunderbirds, Jess Hansen, we were talking about her earlier. She's now up to nine points, shooting at a very high four for seven at her field goal percentage. Um, well above 50 right now. And the shot clock expires. Huskies, laps of mental, mental concentration. Maskowitz, who's so strong, we talked about her Field goal percentage last year, that time losing track of the shot clock. 
Yeah, I mean, I think she might be getting a little bit frustrated right now by the Thunderbirds defense. She's just not been able to make anything happen. And, and her shots have been good looks, but she's getting tied up in the paint. And so 0 for 4 so far to start the night. Summer Maskwitz struggling here early for this Saskatchewan side. Libby Epic just 1 for 3 from the field. The three-point shot, though, it was struggling early for the Huskies. They have picked it up a bit here in the second quarter, as you hear our, as you hear the UBC Thunderbird band here in house tonight. One Mean thing the, the Thunderbirds don't want to see is Sabine Ducat start hitting from three. She hit 42% of her shots from from distance last season to lead the Canada West in, in three-point field goal percentage. So that would be dangerous. She can get she can get rolling pretty quick. Not that the Thunderbirds are particularly doing better from beyond the arc, just one of four. It's the fact that Saskatchewan has been opting for this three-point look and shooting just 27.3%. And they've, they've attempted it now 11 times, taking those inside looks away from the team. And that's part of the reason right now why they are trailing with just a minute here left in the second quarter. Coming out of the Thunderbird timeout, it's Jess Hansen now. The near side wing, Jess Hansen, with three women nearby, pulls up and sinks it again. Hansen now up to 11 points on the night. Bringing it up for the Huskies is Epic. Play halted here. As a hold is called here against UBC. Thunderbirds making some no-nonsense errors here early allowing some free points for the Saskatchewan side. Last thing you want to do is let them crawl back into the game um, with, with three shots at the, at, the, at the free throw line, right? Especially on a silly foul. They got to be, be very, uh, very sensible here with the ball coming up now. Let's just try to settle it down for the Thunderbirds. Sinking both of her shots was Megan Alstrom trailing Still here by five as Jess Hansen had earlier sank a two for the Thunderbirds side. 28 left here in the second. Kate Johnson sees an inside look, can't get it, and against three players who were a good four inches taller than her, somehow got a hand on that ball, but it will end up in the Husky hands. Olenek stripped by the aggressive Johnson on that play. Huskies recover, and Dukat again misses from three here. Five seconds left in the second quarter. Johnson kicks out to Hanson from three. She falls well short. And with that, we will go to halftime. Thunderbirds leading with a 34-29 scoreline here early. And this team for the Huskies that averages 82 last season, not showing up here today so far, Natalie. No, I mean, they've missed a lot, as you mentioned earlier, they've missed a lot of their looks from outside, and, and I think the interior defense so far tonight has been quite strong for, for the Thunderbirds, um, going up against, quite frankly, some, some taller some taller players on, on the Huskies. So. so far, the Thunderbirds on the night have three blocks and four steals. They've also coupled that with 11 assists on the night. Lots of defensive rebounds for them, which is key against this taller team that you were talking about. And another highlight has been the lack of quality play here from Decat early on. Yep, so 
couple uh, also on the on the flip side though we've we've seen some strong play from from Maya Olenek with seven points so far a bit of a steady veteran hand there um, but I've been very impressed so far with the ball movement from UBC but 11 assists here in, in the first half on to uh, lead them towards those 34 points four out of five starters on the board in terms of in terms of assists so. Storyline so far, Jessica Hansen and Kate Johnson, the fourth year kinesiology student and the first year art student really showing up here today. Keelan Filowich and Maddie Penn in the past have been the top scorers for UBC. Coming out for the 2018-2019 Canada West season, Hansen making a mark for her name and this is exactly what the Thunderbirds needed, a consistent, at least trio, it might now be a four player four player group for the Thunderbirds where they can go to find points. What do you even call that, like a diamond? A, quattro, a quattro. <laughs> <laughs> Um But no, it's, it's been interesting so far tonight. I mean, obviously it's just one game, but um, seeing the, the evolution of Jessica Hansen as a leader on this team, you know, she was, I mean, partly because her, her father uh, is the, the men's coach here at UBC. Even as a rookie, she was very much thrust into this leadership role. Um, and last year, UBC had no fourth or fifth year players. So Hansen and Pam were the, the leading, you know, the seniors, if you will, even though they were only actually in their third year. So it's it's interesting now seeing seeing another year under their belt and they can really thrive in that leadership role. Another difference that early on has made itself apparent, foul trouble is the one area that UBC is going to have to watch. But UBC in the paint, dominating Saskatchewan. They put up 18 points compared to the Huskies' four. And that we talked about the lack of consistency on the three-point. Maybe Saskatchewan, because they are faltering, needs to go inside here. Yeah, I mean, hopefully UBC can, can keep up the, the interior defense here as we head into the second half. And with that, we're now at halftime. Thank you for listening on CITR and Canada West. We're going to take a quick break as the Thunderbirds maintain a five-point lead in this low-scoring affair. It's 34-29. to 29. We'll be back in just over 10 minutes. Make I show you life for oh baby to go have 
no more you go think I'm twice so Tick tock I'm the real one That nigga he a fake one He just wanna wanna be long off A fake one who was a fake one
on those great mistakes and those are what I take. I'm fully awake, I don't remake, I create snares from heaven's gate. I eat dinner at 11 to 8. Assembling tech 12 needles, remembering the weight. Yeah, I'm the tonar. Got so many beats, I should own farms. Type to bring up the ASR 10 and open my own bar. Bumping boom bap beats. Stoned in my car, sampled the tone of a previously owned guitar. My instrumentation got MCs impatient. They waiting for the break beat in anticipation of when they can say shit. If my beat sounded like anyone else's, I wouldn't make it. I'd be honored to make beats for you too if you'd be so gracious. I know you want to search for hip hop. If you're going to make it, you're going to eat those tight beats that make you break your neck and create shit that's probably going to be genuinely hated. I'm fully awake. I got not remake. I create. I'm fully awake. I got not remake. I'm fully awake. I got not remake. I'm fully awake. I got not remake. I create. I'm fully awake.
I'm Haley Blay, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. FM, FM. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. This is CITR's coverage of Courtside, the home opener for the Thunderbirds basketball season. At halftime, the UBC women's team are up 34-29 against the Saskatchewan Huskies. The third quarter is just about to get underway. Jacob Ayer and Natalie Scadden have the call. I mean, geez, the coach has got to be, I mean, somewhat relieved that they're only down by five points, even though her team is shooting less than 30% to start start the match tonight. Maybe going for a different look. We'll see if they come inside against this Thunderbird defense. Great job so far early on from Kate Johnson, the second-year transfer from UBC Okanagan. She's put up six points of her own this game and really helped move the ball around and be a pest on defense for the Saskatchewan side. Absolutely. She always seems to find a way to get her hand on the ball. Even when you're just not expecting her to be involved in that play whatsoever, she seems to find a way to get there. Jess Hansen, who was third in the team last year in scoring leads here tonight. Thank you for tuning in on CITR 101.9 or Canada West. Jacob Aaron and Natalie Scadden providing tonight's coverage of Canada West basketball. We have begun the third quarter here of this low-scoring affair. The Thunderbirds start with the ball, but an errant pass from Johnson will give it right back to the Huskies. Inbound there from Olenek, and taking it up court is the Latvian, Dukat. She's come a long way to play here in Canada. The far side now. Ball's given back to the playmaker of the team, Libby Epic. Epic going for a left-handed layup. It doesn't fall in, and the Thunderbirds get the defensive board. Racing down the other side is Kate Johnson. She might be 5'6", but she's playing right now like she's 6'5 on the court. Showing off some of her speed there, and you know, left-handed there off the glass. So maybe just throwing off the defense a little bit with her herky-jerky movements. Astrum with the ball, one-on-one there versus Penn. Beat her as Maddie Penn stumbled and couldn't really recover on defense. 36-31 here in these opening minutes of the third quarter between UBC and Saskatchewan. Kate Johnson again holding the ball. Filowicz tries to do her best to give her a look. Rather, that was Legault who's into the game. Filowicz now with the ball. She's able to put it down, giving the Thunderbirds another couple as she was just beyond, just inside the free throw line. Getting the board there is Maddie Penn. Giving the ball here to Johnson. And the recent transfer has gelled well with the team early on as she turns it over there. Seems like she understands where a lot of the players are gonna be and what she needs to do in her role to contribute to this team. Driving that time for the Huskies was Alstrom. She's fouled on the play and will shoot two. The one area where the Thunderbirds can clean up their game was foul trouble. They had 10 of them coming into this third quarter compared to 
Saskatchewan six find themselves again here early, troubled. Three points for a team who's struggling to shoot from the field. Making one of two there. Alstrom keeps her team within six. It's Legault now out to Maddie Penn. Legault into the game as that ball is stripped away. That's epic. Passing it now out to Olenek who steps back beyond the arc. Can't get that shot to go. This three-point attack from the Huskies so far hasn't really worked out for them as Kate Johnson, another left-hand layup off the glass. She's now into double digits with 10 points tonight. She does foul on the on the transition there. She was trying to get back to defense and got a little more than the ball in the play. She's, she is very powerful for someone who's only five foot six compared to the rest of the women on the court who stand at or above six foot. Handoff there. It's Ducat now with the ball. She's one on one with Filowich. Filowich has done a great job guarding her all game. Ducat struggling to find anything going from beyond the arc or inside the paint. Hold here. Called against Thunderbirds. Another. Another time giving Saskatchewan a, an opportunity to reset the play here. And with that, Legault will step out. That's three very quick fouls, too, against the Thunderbirds within the first three minutes of this second half. Maskwich passes it out now to Olenek. Now it's Ducat. Bit of a fadeaway look from the short corner on the near side. One on one with Ali Norris. She couldn't find that to go. However, the offensive rebound gives Huskies another opportunity. And fouled on the play is Maskowicz. She'll go to shoot two. Foul trouble early here in the third quarter for the Thunderbirds. Going to need to regain their composure if they want to maintain this lead. UBC's done a great job contesting those first shots, but you know you, you got to make sure that you're not giving people second, third, and fourth chance opportunities here. Maskowicz missing with her first of two. An uncharacteristically low scoring game for her with very low percentage from the field. She's still 0 for 5. She just gets her first point on the, on the board here tonight with that second free throw. But she's been a key player that's been missing her juju here early on. LaGuerta into the game for the Thunderbirds. She dishes it off to Filowich. Near side, it's Hansen from the wing. Play halted. Looks like a foul against the Huskies here. That time it was the Huskies charged with the foul. We're gonna have a substitution before the inbound. Coming into the game now is Brianna Fair. And coming out momentarily will be Megan Alstrom. Laguerre, rather, Ali Norris holding the ball, dishes off to Hansen. Hansen from the top of the key gives it back to Strugic. Inside bounce pass here for Filowich. All game. Filowich has owned Maskowicz from that inside paint. Maskowicz not knowing how to defend her. Coach Deb Hubbin was up in arms there, though. It looked like she wanted a, a, a foul called against the Huskies. Um, didn't get the call, however. On a fast break, Huskies get a couple points. Ball back in UBC hands now. Filowich 
that inside look against Mas Maskewicz. Turnover here, Husky steal away. It was Ducat reading that play in it, on the intended pass out to Norris from Filowicz, and they'll score another quick, a quick two on a fast break. Deb Hubbin not liking the previous play. Two quick transition plays there for the Huskies, putting up four easy points on the board. No, no contest for this UBC deep defense. Yeah, I mean, this is, this Saskatchewan team can, can put points up in a hurry, so UBC needs to be very careful not to be too sloppy with the ball, take care of it. The crowd is now piling in as you see a few different fans up and dancing. Courtside bringing out lots of UBC students and family members to this game here tonight. So far it's been a, a good one to watch. Thunderbirds holding the early lead against this number one ranked Husky side. Hey, this is the third year that the Thunderbirds have, have run this courtside event. It's a doubleheader with the, with the uh, women's and then the men's basketball teams. The men's game after sure to be a good one as well. Both UBC teams in, in regards to basketball looking very strong this year. Leading, leading the Thunderbirds for the men's side will be Grant Shepard. But back here in this women's game, it's been Jess Hansen who's holding the ball, who's led this Thunderbird team to an early lead against the Huskies as we're halfway through the third quarter. Hansen going all the way by herself. Strugic gets the rebound as her intended layup was well off target. And Strugic will go to the line to shoot a pair. And we were worried, there was worry earlier on the Thunderbirds side about not being able to recover defensive rebounds as it seemed the height advantage of the Huskies was getting to them. But on their own end, offensively, Thunderbirds seem to be doing just fine. Strugic missing, missing with the first of two. Second one falls cleanly, maintaining the six-point lead here over the Husky side. Bringing the ball up is Epic. She's one-on-one -on -one with Norris, a much more equal matchup for the shorter Norris. Bounce pass in, driving, hook shot there coming in from the Huskies, but getting the rebound is Strugic. Inbound here for the Thunderbirds. Seems to be getting more and more physical between these two teams every time the ball comes into the paint at either end. That was Kyla Shand getting tied up on that last play for the Huskies. Long pass in now to Shand and Filowich. Doesn't matter who she's guarding, whether it be Ducat or Shand, she's been strong. Now gets the ball back inside, finds an open look. So good from close range. Filowich puts home another, another couple. Ducat, on a long pass, is able to collect it, but she'll slow down the play here for the Huskies. From the near side wing, Ducat pulls up from the free throw line, sinks it. She's so smooth. Her mechanics are so good on court. Sally Norris now. Six points has been the distance between these two teams for a while here. 
going back and forth trading points. Jess Hansen nearly has the ball stripped away. She'll get it off to Norris, who has two big Huskies in her face, and she's unable to come away with anything, anything to show from it. Nice fake there. That was from Epic. Gets the ball off to far side of the court. That's a beautiful three look for Brianna Fair. The extra, the extra effort though, really credited to Epic keeping that ball in play. I mean, she very, very nearly got shoved out of bounds as well. So, nice, nice job finding the open, the open teammate. Norris gets it out, almost stolen again, but giving Hansen an open opportunity. She misses from the far elbow, and it will be the Huskies racing. Ducat nearly had a straight lane to the hoop but she opts to give it back for Epic from the top of the key. She hits another three-pointer. It's tied. That was a very quick 6-0 six, six run right there. Just two plays, two, two made threes. You can see the strategy here for the Huskies jacking up three-point three point shots. Thunderbirds turn over the ball again here. Some new faces on the court, including LaGuerta, Norris, and Strujic. It's changed this play of the Thunderbirds out of the game right now, notably, are both Kate Johnson and Maddie Penn. That time, it was Jess Hansen going up with her right hand. Seems like they're low energy on the court. They came out with a lot of enthusiasm early here. Kate Johnson tried to get a rebound. Lena Strugic came away with it. This time it's Ducat from three, and getting her heating up is not a good idea. That's three straight threes now from this Husky side. Thunderbirds need to need to try and uh, keep the ball keep the ball in their own hands on offense here, and not, not give exactly away. not turn not commit turnovers. And this all really started with more foul trouble early in this quarter, and it led to the Thunderbirds unwinding here as now they trail by three after what was a six-point lead going into halftime. Coach Deb Hubbin subbing back in Madison Penn here along with. Madison Legault as well. So two, two starters back on the floor now for, for UBC. This time it's Filowicz. She gets the ball. Coming inside from the far side of the hoop. Getting the rebound is exactly her. Filowicz coming away with it. And she'll go to the line to attempt the three-point play. What an what a extra effort getting that offensive rebound. Sometimes a, a play like that can just get you fired back up again. This is textbook preseason Keelan Filowich, a monster we mentioned. She even put up one performance in this preseason with 31 points and 14 rebounds in addition to three blocks. That was versus McMaster. She can't convert the three-point play, but the Thunderbirds are within one. 2.32 left here in this third quarter. You're listening on CITR 101.9 of Canada West. It's Jacob Aaron, Natalie Scadden providing this coverage of UBC home opener. It's courtside here tonight at War Memorial Gym. That time it was Maddie Penn unable to come away with the two. And it's the Huskies back on the other side. The gym really filling up here now. Getting a screen look is epic. She'll kick it back. That's Maskowicz, who's been quiet this game. For the Huskies, that's a travel called against her. She tried to keep that pivot foot down, but it indeed traveled along with her.
Keelan Filowich now with the ball after the Husky turnover. Jess Hansen thought that there might have been a foul called on that play. It was a messy one where Council got the ball, gave it back to Hansen, and then it's back to Council, who with a bit of a spin converts for a nice inside look. It's been all about the inside and close range game for the Thunderbirds here tonight. Well, and good hustle there too by Haley, Haley Council to keep the ball in when Hansen thought she had the foul there and momentarily lost control of the ball. Um, nice to see some confident shooting from the rookie as well. Stadium getting loud. That time it was Maddie Penn jumping up in the air preemptively. Nice fake there by Alstrom. And maybe it's this home crowd advantage, but the turnover happens from the Huskies on an errant pass, and we'll give the ball right back here to UBC. Olenek back into the game for the Huskies. Now it's Maddie Penn from the top of the key. She's one-on-one -on -one there with Alstrom. Laps of concentration, passes too far for Jess Hansen, off her fingertips, and we'll give the ball right back here to the Huskies. Inbounded here, it's Ducat. The star of this Husky team with the ball should dish it off to Olenek. Now with four Thunderbirds in her face, unable to convert there was, I believe that was Kyla Shand who tried to drive. She was recently substituted in and took on the entirety of the UBC team. <laughs> Very good defense. La last person standing uh, in, in her way was Madison Penn. Really good job in staying vertical there, not committing the foul. Jess Hansen missing from the far corner for that three point. Gives the ball back here. Thunderbirds back up by one. And Jess Hansen using all of her height <laughs> to grab the defensive rebound for her team. Between her and Johnson, with two seconds left here in this third, that was Council launching a long three. But between her and Kate Johnson, it's been quite the story of the shorter players on court getting rebounds. And head coach of the Huskies cannot be too happy about that. No, I mean, they're just fighting their way in there and wanting it more, I guess. Uh, on that note, Jess Hansen and, and Kate Johnson combining there for, for five rebounds and six assists to go along with 21 points. So some strong guard play tonight for the Thunderbirds. An explosive late third quarter there also from Keelan Filowich. She has overtaken the lead scoring for the Thunderbirds on, on the night. Now up to 14, shooting a seven from 10 from the field. On the opposite side, Sabine Ducat has heated up to a degree. She's 6 for 16 now from the field. A lot of attempts. She's put up 14 points. She has hit a few threes, and that's where she's strongest. Ducat, it's going to be important for the Huskies that she's able to find that shot. So good last year, coming in first in all of Canada West. Maskowitz, though, really overmatched by Keelan Filowich in, on the inside game. Yeah, I mean, every time the two of them are matched up against each other, it just seems to get increasingly more physical. Um, 
in the paint there. But of course, unsettling for the Thunderbirds is the fact that the Huskies are quite capable from three-point range. And you know, we saw what happened there where they hit three in a row on three consecutive plays. So they can very quickly, um, you know, put up a few points yeah, and, exactly. and turn it in their favor. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's got to be a little bit unnerving, I would think, for, for the Thunderbirds right now, and should be should be an exciting finish to this game. The Thunderbirds have locked down Maskowitz while Ducat has started to heat up. Kate Johnson and Jess Hansen, the surprise stories here tonight. Kate Johnson doing an exceptional job, gelling with her new team coming over from UBC Okanagan. Around the league, McEwen lost big time to Alberta, 81-58 final for the. Pandas earlier tonight. Winnipeg had their hearts broken in a 77-76 matchup versus the Vikes. Brandon ended up losing the game against Manitoba 84-97. Calgary and Regina is still locked up close, 57-59 in favor of Regina. Meanwhile, UNBC routed Mount Royal 93-61. And Trinity Western is up against UBC Oak Okanagan at halftime 47-38 clearly missing their recent departure of Kate Johnson. The Absolutely. fourth quarter is underway. And the Thunderbirds against this number one ranked Husky team currently hold a one point lead. They're gonna have to work hard if they wanna pull off the win here tonight. That time the ball was tipped away and an early error by the Thunderbirds as that was Council and Ash Alstrom Fighting for it on the ground. Ball would be given here to the Huskies with Olenek to inbound. Or it'll be a jump ball. Indeed an inbound. At that time, Jess Hansen getting the steal. Pass intended for Ducat. Now kicked out for a three-point attempt by Maddie Penn. Puts a little too much... Pepper on that one, overshoots the rim by a good foot and a half. Ducat grabbed the rebound and heads back down the other side of the court. Jess Hansen again coming up big on defense, this time with a block. <laughs> Inside pass, Hansen, what a look and what a run there by Keelan Filowich. More paints, more points in the paint for Filowich here tonight. That's 16 now. Total for her on the night. Ducat, one-on-one with Hansen. Goes out to the far side wing for Alstrom. Alstrom one-on-one there with Filowich. That's called a charge against the Huskies. Give the ball right back here to the Thunderbirds. And I don't, I don't know if you were able to catch that there, Natalie. It might have been called a charge, but Thunderbirds hardly move. Filowich is a big body out there. <laughs> Maskwich now back into the game for Kyla Shand. Shand and Maskwich both struggling here tonight. Jess Hansen, 51-48 in favor of UBC here in this fourth quarter, 8.43 left in the game. Madison, Pe Madison Penn from the top of the key. Trading it now, it's Jess Hansen from the near side short corner. Jess Hansen feeling it tonight. And they're certainly hearing the love now from the crowd. Starting to really fill in here. This time for the Huskies, nice inside pass that came from Epic. However, the Huskies, Olena couldn't find the basket. 
Also into the game for the Thunderbirds is Tannis Metcalf. She holds the ball from the top of the key, gives it off to Council, who dives right into the lane, uncontested by this defense of the Huskies. What's happened? <laughs> Tannis looks, or sorry, Haley looks quite, quite fired up about that one. Able to shake off, right, shake right around the defender there. UBC's got to be excited with their current seven point lead. They came into the fourth quarter leading by just one. It's forcing head coach Linda Thomatis, who's got to have a headache at this point in the game between all of the different strategies she's tried to apply and that her team has been unable to produce any real offensive or defensive production in a consistent manner. Yeah, it seems like there's just a little bit of a lack of flow to their offense tonight. You know, they, they did get they did get that that three threes in a row to pull right back right back into the game, but but you know, other than that, it just doesn't really seem like they're uh, they've got a consistent attack. Big for the Thunderbirds here tonight was their ability to come out early in this fourth quarter and put some points on the board. Mm -hmm. This 2018-2019 version of the Huskies has been exceptional during preseason at coming back late in games, particularly in the second half. Although they staged a bit of a rally in the third quarter, Thunderbirds trying to squash any dreams for this Husky side of a win here tonight. Out of the timeout, ball back into the hands of the Huskies. It's Epic, the playmaker for the Huskies with the ball. She gets it back now. It's handed off by Maskowitz. And this time, Epic tied up and confused. Miscommunication between teammates. And she throws the Aaron pass, giving the ball to the T-Birds. Hanson will handle the ball here for UBC on the way back. Finds an open council. One-on-one -on -one with Ducat at the top of the key. Council gets the ball back. Maddie Penn from the near side wing. Pump fakes, dishes it back out to Council. Turnover here, Council looking for Metcalf inside. Picked off cleanly by Saskatchewan. Holding the ball is Ashley De La Souza Martins, who's into the game now and trying to race all the way around. That was Alstrom, who barely kept her feet off the line. Tried to give the ball back to De La Souza Martins. And UBC commits a foul on the play, sending De La Souza Martins, which is a mouthful of a name, to the line. <laughs> Keelan Filowich doesn't look too happy with that call. She's, she's talking with one of the referees now. She thinks she got all ball. De La Souza Martins, a first year forward, rookie on this team for the Huskies. She was part of that U18 Canada roster that won silver as she misses her free throws here. And also not able to put it home is Maskowicz on two different attempts. Struggles inside the paint continue for the Husky side as the Thunderbirds race down the other end of the court. Madison Penn opting to slow it down a little bit there instead of passing it to the uh, transitioning Kate Johnson. Maskowicz getting up in the face of Filowicz. But Keelan able to out-muscle the Husky player going up and under for the reverse layup. 
UBC now up nine points, 57-48. That's six and a half minutes to go. If you're listening on CITR 101.9 or Canada West, UBC holding an er a late lead, lead here, rather, in this fourth quarter with just six minutes and 15 seconds left to go. A nine-point lead as the Thunderbirds come racing down and falling to the floor is Matty Penn as well as Husky Alstrom. But a current upset right now, although the, the, the final score can change very much from what it is, this is the number one ranked 2018-2019 Husky team losing here on the road, which they were so good at last year. 10-0, perfect road record, averaged 87 points a game. Right now, sitting under 50. From three, that time Matty Penn falls short. Could be a little bit of uh, home advantage here for UBC, but also a little bit of an improved roster from last year as well. They, they added some key players without without losing uh, any any of their major offensive weapons. So. Alstrom missing that time, and indeed they they have just really added to this roster with who drove on that last play there, Kate Johnson coming over from UBC Okanagan in addition to a few of the new additions in uh, Council as well as uh, Tannis Metcalf. Just building upon what was already partially working last season, they had a few kinks to work out. It seems like Jess Hansen, who was really the question mark, has showed up here tonight. Johnson shooting two. Johnson from the charity stripes set to, set to shoot a pair. Misses on that one. And the rebound is held by the Huskies. Can't hit either of those. Back at the other end, it's Epic one-on-one -on -one here with Johnson. Epic has shared some struggles here tonight with the rest of her team. Miscommunication between a lot of the players as from deep. That time it was Ducat pulling up for the three above the outstretched hand of Jess Hansen. Hansen now back at the other far side wing with the ball. Filowich dishes it out. Near side here for Maddie Penn beyond the arc. The Australian riling up this home crowd, responding with the three of their own. Maddie Penn's had a quite quiet night so far. That was just her sixth point there. Epic inside against Filowich. She'll draw the foul. Filowich again, not too happy. She doesn't like some of these officiating calls against her tonight. Does look like she got a hand up. Epic missing the first of two shots for her Husky team, who hasn't been good from the field or the free throw line here tonight. Misses the second one. However, offensive rebound held there by Maskowicz. Another opportunity on the shooting foul will send Maskowicz to the line. Thunderbirds needing to limit some of these late fouls in this fourth quarter. Well, and, and equally important was that that offensive foul led to Keelan Filowicz committing her now fourth personal foul. Um, we've got just under five minutes remaining here, so. And this crowd is riled up, missing three straight free throws now are the Huskies. Maskowicz will attempt again. She sinks the second of two, splitting the pair. And Kate Johnson racing down the other side of the court. That time missing the left-handed layup off the glass. 
against Legault, getting the ball out for Hansen from three. Hansen converts. And just like that, Thunderbirds find themselves with a double-digit lead here with four and a half minutes left in this game. Fantastic awareness by, there by Madison Legault with the kick out to the open Jessica Hansen. Maskowicz passes it off to Dukat. Filowicz and Hansen both on Dukat, leaving a wide open Husky who drives to the net. That time it was the newly substituted in Ashley De La Souza Martins. Thunderbirds have the ball back on their side of the court. Maddie Penn pumps and fakes from three, pulls up this time. It was clipped on the play. Or maybe not. We'll see what the officials say. I believe that was Libby Epic who got a little bit, a little piece of that ball, but no one else touched it, so it's back in the hands of the T-Birds here. Madison Penn set to inbound. Indeed. Epic getting a fingertip or two on that ball. Give Thunderbirds a set, an opportunity to reset here with five left on the shot clock. This time, Penn from the near side corner. That one goes far too long as well. Epic sprinting down the court. Inside for Allstrom. Nice right-handed look for her. I, you can sense, sense uh, some urgency right now from, from the part of the Huskies. Kate Johnson, left-handed hook. That one can't go in. But we'll see the Thunderbirds go to line to shoot a pair. Foul committed against Tannis Metcalf. It was Maskowicz, who has not had a good game committing that last foul. Rookie Metcalf misses her free throw as well. Been a bit of a theme for both teams. Thunderbirds now just two of seven. Meanwhile, Saskatchewan at 11 for 20 on, on the night. Neither of those numbers in percentage are pretty. 33 and then 55 as UBC misses another free throw. Epic bringing it up here for Saskatchewan. 3.20 left in this fourth quarter. Trailing by just seven here late. Three-pointer. Are you kidding me, Ducat? Wow, some confidence there with the Four feet three. beyond the arc. Way beyond the arc. That was practically from Burnaby. Practically from Burnaby, indeed. Legault now back at the other end here for the Thunderbirds. Kate Johnson hesitates, gets the ball into Legault. There's two Huskies under the net. Travel here called against Legault. Thunderbirds only up by four here late, committing some errors and late fouls that have allowed Saskatchewan to claw their way back right after it looked like the Thunderbirds were running away with things. Looks like uh, before the time out there, it looked like Deb, Coach Deb Hubbin for the UBC Thunderbirds had now put back in her five starters. So interesting to see who will close out the game for Saskatchewan. Field goals and their percentage for Saskatchewan. They have cleaned it up a bit here in this second half. First half of play was not very clean for them. They're shooting 31. 35.1% on the night, down from their team average by just a mark or two from last season. Thunderbirds, however, playing really well from the field, 46%, a lot of that due to the fact that they're taking close range shots that are guaranteed points when they're coming from Keelan Filowich. Notably though, the uh, Saskatchewan Huskies have, have managed to 
lift that three-point percentage now up to 42.1%. That's eight of 19 from three. That's I think that's a large part of what's allowed them to get themselves back into this game. And who else than Ducat to do the heavy lifting beyond the arc? Four of eight now for her on the night. She's posted 20 points for the Husky side. Meanwhile, Filowich and Hansen on Thunderbirds at 18 and 16 respectively. With the end of that timeout, we have just 2.54 left here in this fourth quarter. It's UBC up by four, 63 to 59, against the Huskies here late. It'll be De La Souza Martins to inbound the ball and she'll toss it off to Epic to take up the ball against the defensive Kate Johnson, as we saw Thunderbird, that was Jessica Hansen fall over on that play, no call. The shot falls short there from the Huskies and the ball will be handed back to the Thunderbirds. And now it's Jess Hansen in control. 2.30 left in the game clock. Legault passes it back out to Penn. Nine left on the shot clock. Penn's deep. She's guarded tightly there. She can't get that look to fall. And now it'll be Saskatchewan back at their end of the court, seeing what they can do. Epic opts to dish it out to De La Souza Martins, the rookie. The handoff here. Decat, one-on-one here with Jess Hansen, who's done a good job with her right up until late here in this fourth quarter. Under two minutes left in this final frame as a long three there, launched by Epic, falls in and then out of the rim. Rebound handled by the Thunderbirds. 63-59 still, neither team scoring in the last minute and a half. Filowich, nice spin move inside. And she tied up in all kinds of ways. Kyla Shan, who, who with the feint, moves strong to her left, opening up a perfect lane from the right side. Yeah, great move there by Keelan Filowich just to give herself that little bit of space in the paint where she's already a very dangerous shooter. Thunderbirds up by six here now with just over a minute left in play. Filowich so now up to 20 points on the night. Her field goal percentage is up over 75%. And the story of the night, points in the paint. Thunderbirds 36 compared to Saskatchewan 16. It is an improvement from the first half. Saskatchewan only posted four. They started to change the gameplay a bit, opting for players like De La Souza Martins to come inside. They tried it with Maskowitz. Didn't work for her, so they brought her out. They tried to put in Strand. She was on and off as well. That's been their struggles. Unable to convert those inside looks, even when Ducat is solid from beyond the three. We'll see what the strategy is here coming out of this timeout. Will they go for another another long three to try and get, the, get it back within three points, or? We'll see what they do. 1.37 left on the game clock. Reju rather, Saskatchewan could be in this game if they had performed a bit better from the free throw line. Thunderbirds have given them ample opportunity, but they're only 11 from 20. If they had been shooting closer to 75%, we would be knotted up here. Ball is now inbounded. It's the Huskies and Epic holding the ball. Kicked out to Olenek from three. Well off target, and it's Filowich and Strand fighting for the ball under, or Shand, excuse me, fighting for the ball under the net. Gonna be a jump ball 
back in possession now of the Thunderbirds. One twenty-eight left on the game clock. Thunderbirds holding possession here late. That was key that that went in the Thunderbirds' favor. Kate Johnson slowing down the tempo. Now it's Haley Council. Keelan Filowich from the near side elbow. One on one here with Shan. Now it's Council again. Out to Hanson, five left on the shot clock. A beautiful fadeaway from the short near side corner from Jess Hanson. Have a night, why don't you? <laughs> left handed hook there falls short, but going to the line to shoot a pair will be number seven of the Huskies, Megan Alstrom. Council drawing, rather committing the foul on that last play. One minute left, Thunderbirds, after that first free throw has been made with a seven point lead here late. Woes continue as the second free throw is missed. However, an offensive rebound for the freshman De La Souza Martins. That's costly, it's now a two point game instead of a, or sorry, it's two possession game instead of a three possession game. Maddie Penn, ball handed off here to Hanson. We're gonna need some, need to see some late magic here from the Thunderbirds if they wanna close this thing out. Council, that one rolls off the rim. Ball handed over, but fighting are the Thunderbirds. Scooping it away was Council, and that might be the clincher here late, as that was Kate Johnson going up and now going to the line for a three, three point opportunity play. Looked like Megan uh, Megan Alstrom just came in over the over the top of Kate Johnson's back there. 35.9 left, converting the three-point play is Johnson. The UBCO transfer has done everything right for this Thunderbird side. Another timeout will be taken here by the Huskies. If you're head coach of the Huskies, Lisa Tomatis, right now, what are you thinking down eight with only 36 seconds left in this game? I mean, I think, they, I think they, they need to get something quick on the board just to get that back into two possessions. Right now, UBC up eight. Um, you're just you're gonna run out of time if they don't get a, a quick score here. We've seen Ducat being guarded quite well, double, even triple teamed at times. The, the problem has been that they can't really get the hands into balls of, the, the ball into the hands of certain players like Maskowicz, who's really been taken out of this game only two points all night. We have seen some production from Epic and Olenek with nine and seven points respectively, but you gotta expect that the Huskies are gonna go back to Ducat here. I would think so, and, and UBC has to be careful. If they decide to double-team Ducat out at the three-point line, gotta watch out for that offensive rebound opportunity for the Huskies. And you don't wanna foul Ducat, especially when she's beyond the arc. She's 83.7% from the free throw last season, and although they've struggled here tonight, we've seen her heat, heat up really quick. Absolutely. 35.9 left here. Thunderbirds up by eight. If you're listening to CITR 101.9 or tuning in to Canada West, it's Jacob Aaron, Natalie Scadden as a three-point attempt there, falls short from Epic. They didn't go to Decat on that last play. It was actually Decat who inbounded the ball there, but thought maybe maybe Epic was trying to get it back to, to her, but she was able to shake off her defender who tripped um, and, and I guess couldn't couldn't pass up the open look. Shot fell short, it just didn't have enough power behind it. Mm -hmm. And you wonder if this, that 
you know, shot power has anything to do with this Saskatchewan side getting run down here late in the game. It's been all the pressure on them since the Thunderbirds came out hot to start and have really maintained a lead. There was only two points in the game where Saskatchewan edged them by a point or two. But UBC holding the control here tonight from a, a new and a veteran Thunderbird side. Yeah, and UBC's been able to contain the Saskatchewan runs as well, which is important because sometimes when, when your opponent gets hot like that, it's, it's really easy to, to sort of sit back on your heels then and, and, you know, I think they've responded quite well. Thunderbirds, 45.3% from the field here today. 36 points in the paint so far. On the other side, Huskies, 38.1 compared and just 16 points in the paint. Second chance opportunities also for the Thunderbirds have proved fruitful. 12 points off those compared to the Huskies' six. We've seen a lot of offensive rebounds for the Huskies, but oftentimes they can't follow through and find the bottom of the hoop. That's right. They've, they've kind of struggled to, to, to make anything. Both teams have an equal amount of offensive rebounds at 14 apiece, but UBC doing a bit better job converting them. We're back in play here with just 23 seconds left. Intentional foul is against Jess Hansen. I believe it was actually, they were trying to strip the ball away from her. They pinned her to a corner. It was Ducat and also Shan there who had pinned Jess Hansen, but she'll go to the line now to shoot a pair. Converting her first of two, it's now a double digit lead again here for the Thunderbirds, or rather nine point differential between these two teams. That time, missing the second opportunity, just 19 seconds left here. And you wonder if, what Saskatchewan can pull out of the back here super late in the game. Ball given out, opportunity. Saskatchewan can't find the basket from beyond the arc again. And with 6.3 left, it appears the Huskies will get one or potentially two, depending on how quick they can get off the ball. More looks here. But it seems that UBC has this one in the bag. It would require three different three-pointers to tie things up here late. I think they're gonna run out of time here. That time fouled on the play. Saskatchewan will go to the line again for what's been their motto here tonight. Problem is they haven't been able to convert at a high rate. Neither team has, but Saskatchewan's been to the line a lot more. This time finding success is Alstrom. She converts both, and the Thunderbirds here with just two seconds left. It's Kay Johnson, the speed demon, racing up court. The Thunderbird fans can celebrate and go home here happy tonight, knowing that the women's side has came out and beat the number one ranked Saskatchewan Huskies. Yeah, that was an impressive, uh, an impressive hold, off, hold there for the UBC Thunderbirds, getting the start at home here, hosting one of the best, better teams in the league, and you know, managing to hold them off. Only 64 points scored tonight by the Saskatchewan Huskies who came in here with a high-flying offense. And what for you were the differences between these two teams here tonight? I noted Summer Maskowitz, 0 for 7 from the field, taken out of the game more or less mentally and then physically. It, it didn't seem like the Saskatchewan side was gelling. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly gonna be a factor in it, right? If that's one of the, the key cogs for, for your team, uh, you, you know. 
it just you just have less options when one of your star players just isn't converting. But I think for the Thunderbirds, they just they did a really good job containing any runs that Saskatchewan got. They got and they got absolutely fantastic production out of their out of their two guards, starting guards rather in Jessica Hansen and uh, Kate Johnson. Kate Johnson, the transfer, doing a nice job putting up 10 points with five rebounds, standing at only five foot six. Jess Hansen putting up 16 points for the nine, five rebounds for her as well, and five assists. And Keelan Filowich leading the way for the Thunderbirds with eight boards, three assists, and 18 points on the night. On the side of the Huskies, it was Sabine Decat who put up 20 points on the night. Alstrom tried to step up for Maskowitz. She did a nice job putting up 10 points on just six opportunities from the field, but it wasn't enough to beat this. Now, what seems to be a very experienced and new version of Thunderbird team. Absolutely, I think that addition to, in Kate Johnson as a transfer, that addition to the starting lineup is huge tonight and uh, should be an exciting rematch tomorrow night here at the Memorial Gym in Vancouver. Thank you guys for tuning into this edition of Canada West Volleyball. Stay tuned, we won't be gone for long. It's the men's teams taking off between these two schools where we just saw UBC come out victorious against Saskatchewan. Grant Shepard of the Thunderbirds will try and lead the Thunder will try and lead UBC to victory over the Saskatchewan side, which has seen a lot of new faces here in this calendar year. Thank you for listening to Canada West Volleyball on Canada West TV or on CITR 101.9. It's been Natalie Scadden and Jacob Ayer. We'll be back in a short bit. go out that night.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Outlet. How on earth can I channel everything that's inside of me? You know you can do that at CITR and Discorder, right? Pardon me? Yeah, you can illustrate for Discorder magazine or take photographs of events and artists and they can teach you how to use Photoshop in their media lab. That is so exhilarating. It fills my soul with lightning. Yeah, just email volunteer at CITR.ca and they can help you get started or just come into the station whenever. I wouldn't miss it for the world.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. This is CITR's coverage of Courtside, the home opener for the Thunderbirds basketball season. After the UBC women's team beat Saskatchewan, it is the men's team's turn to take on the Huskies live at War Memorial Gym. The game is just about ready to tip off. Jacob Ayer and Doug Richards have the call. I mean, he's really uh, been inspired by Jaden and uh, his presence, and he's really responding very, very well to uh, to the challenge that we put uh, we put at him. So uh, uh, the addition also of Cam Morris last year. Remember, he was a uh, retro. This year, he's like he's coming. He's blooming really, really nicely, and uh, he's hitting some shots for us. Uh, he's very long and very unassuming, but you know he can play. The kid can play. So uh, uh, it feels like you know. Yes, we have we lost some players, but. Somehow we always get some other players that's going to replace them and hopefully uh, do the best. So, Well, the Thunderbirds always put a good quality product on the court, and I'm always uh, uh, amazed how you guys can you know, find such good players. A couple of the second-year players uh, are going to be playing some big roles for the of Grand Adu and, of, uh, of course, Anthony McNish. You know what? Uh, like I say, we look like we're a veteran team, but actually we're a very young team. Uh, just remember, this year we're only going to be graduating one guy, Pat Simon. So, I mean, all the rest is either first year, second year, or third year. Uh, uh, Mr. Brown, like, you know, he's, you know, he's going to be also, remember, he's back. He's, you know, he's been injured for, uh, he's out for the season with the Achilles, heel, with the Achilles uh, the injury. And he's going to be back next year as well. So, he's going to be, that's going to be his fourth year. So, he's going to be with us for two more years. So, we don't really lose a lot. Uh, and we're looking forward to it. Too. The guys are looking for the challenge. They're really responding really well. And uh, everybody's accepting the roles, whatever the role is. And it really appears in the last results that we had in the games that we played back east against the uh, Ontario team. So I think it's coming along. 
and we're looking forward to uh, big success hopefully for the team for this year. Okay, you mentioned Patrick Simon, the only fifth-year player. Uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to this last year of competition and looking forward to putting his uh, sort of uh, a stamp on the team to make a lasting impression. Uh, you know, I give him kudos. I mean, the, the kid, I mean, like, you know, we put a lot of pressure on him, and uh, this year he really, really responded. Uh, he's using, like, you know, his role as a fifth-year guy to uh, get the young guys really going. Uh, he's, he's not very, he's not the big talker kind of guy, but actually he's the action guy. So the guys, the young guys really look up to him, uh, like the, uh, Rose, the new Rosebush, uh, the new uh, rookie center, as well as Shepard. They really look up to him and the, uh, you know, they listen to what he has to say. And he, like I said, he doesn't say very much, but when he says, the guys listen to him. So. You mentioned that uh, you've played a lot of uh, tub competition uh, in the preseason here. Uh, I understand that was by design. You wanted to play some of the, uh, the top uh, Eastern Conference teams uh, so that you uh, had a, a, a good, um, I guess, uh, good start to the season with some good tough competition. It, it, it is indeed. I mean, like I say, we, it was definitely done in purpose that we wanted to make sure how we stack up against the uh, teams from back east. Uh, not to say anything bad about the uh, Canada West. I mean, it's still we have some great teams. I mean, the teams we're playing tonight are very good. Uh, Victoria is very good. I mean, uh, Manitoba is very good. I mean, we have a lot of good teams here in uh, Western Canada. And I'm sure they're looking forward to playing us, and so do we. So uh, uh, I think it was good to see different competition for a change. Like we went and played some uh, teams from back east, from Ontario mostly, a uh, team from Quebec here. And uh, we were lucky to be uh, successful, and uh, we'll hopefully we continue to do the same. Devan, thanks for doing this. Uh, good luck tonight and good luck for the rest of the season. Appreciate it and uh, keep up the good work as well. Okay, good thanks. Devan Boudra, assistant coach with the UBC Thunderbird basketball team, the men's team here, uh, going to be uh, uh, playing the Saskatchewan Huskies tonight. And these guys are no slouches. They had five guys who averaged in double figures last year. Three of those guys are back again this year. Lawrence Moore uh, heading that. Um, uh, heading that list but also you've got a guy by the name of Joseph Baker who averaged a double double last year points and uh, and rebounding and adding to the uh, the front court there you have Maxwell Amalfo uh, who is supposed to be just an absolute terror underneath the uh, underneath the hoop yeah Amoafu and Barker both really strong for this side and in addition Lawrence Moore you know he he led this this team and all of Canada West in scoring last season, 24 points per game. But they are contesting against the UBC Thunderbird team, which last year went 17 and three in Canada West. They did lose to Canada. They did lose in the semifinals of the Canada West uh, tournament, and they did not make it to the national championship tournament. But they've made it to the U Sports only once in the last five years in 2016. But this team is ready to go this year. Great preseason. Now a little more experience for Grant Shepard coming in here. However, this other side is hot. Six straight wins for the Huskies coming into the first game of Canada West play. Well, the uh, the Huskies, like I say, they're going to provide a good uh, uh, season beginning tough uh, competition for uh, for the Thunderbirds, and we're looking for a a, a very uh, hotly contested game, something that's going to be entertaining for this uh, great crowd that we have out here tonight between the players of Grant Shepard and on the Saskatchewan side, Lawrence Moore, in addition to Barker and Amuafu. It's sure to be a good game. Thunderbirds have lots of their own firepower and a few new players. We'll talk about that more in a second. We're gonna take a quick break here to listen to the national anthem.
We're actually going to have the lineups here before we do the anthem. Or indeed, I was right earlier. I was wondering where the anthem was. We'll now sing it. I think they're doing a little bit misdirection for you there. <laughs> Packed crowd here at War Memorial Gym is on their feet after that rendition of the national anthem. Sure to be a great game here. Courtside, the crowd is pulling in their stands. They had a lot of energy there towards the end, toward the end of the women's game. For those of you who tuned in earlier, those listening in on CITR 101.9 or on Canada West, I'm Jacob Bear, and it's Doug Richards here tonight. We were talking about some of the big players for each team. Grant Shepard has a little more experience under his wing, under himself this year. Yeah, Grant Shepard last year, we sort of referred to him as Connor Morgan 2.0. Uh, this year, he's going to have to establish his own identity. He has many of the same uh, abilities and attributes that Connor Morgan had, uh, but um, he's going to have to be a force for the Thunderbirds uh, uh, this year, uh, along with uh, all of the other players. But what I think we're going to have to see this year is a much more balanced scoring effort from the Birds. On the side of the Huskies, it's number one, Chan Desiman, number two, JT Robinson, four, Emmanuel Akaton, and number five, Lawrence Moore, who get nods for the starting lineup. On the UBC side, the man of the hour, Grant Shepard, called to rise. Patrick Simon, the veteran, the fifth year, standing at six foot eight, 240, provides a big presence on the court. Kohi, a recent pickup, rookie season for him, expecting a lot of big things this season. Excuse me, not, not a rookie, but rather a, a transfer in, uh, in his fourth season of eligibility. Borsier, Mason Borsier, back on the court, we saw him get some playtime last year, and Grant Audu also on the court for the Thunderbirds here. They have a deep bench, a lot of options that they can go to. And the deep bench has always been the strongest part of the UBC Thunderbirds. Uh, that is what has won them countless games in the past, and what's make, what makes them such a formidable opponent in Canada West and across the country. We're about set for tip-off here at War Memorial. Having a bit of a different type of tip-off here tonight, ceremonial. An ex-Thunderbird will actually help get the game underway. 
We'll have a ceremonial tip-off and then a legitimate tip-off shortly afterward. Well, Tommy Nixon, one of the great scorers in Thunderbird uh, history and uh, a, a great uh, teammate uh, for, uh, for a number of uh, excellent Thunderbird teams of the past. And making quick work of that tip-off was Amoafu, who was having none of it. <laughs> He's ready to play here tonight. I think these guys are all business right now. They're ready to get, uh, get to it. Well, they're trying to improve their 10-10 record from last year. And during preseason, they've proved that they're ready to do just that. Underway here as Grant Shepard gets the ball out for the Thunderbirds here to start the first quarter of play, which is quickly halted. Stoppage of play as a foul there was called against the Huskies. You know, honestly, I didn't really see anything on the floor it there. Was, it was immediate, right once, right once the game started. There's been no official call either. I don't think it was a, a foul. I think it was just uh, referees trying to, maybe there was a clock issue or something like that. Nevertheless, back underway here. Forcier and now the ball is stripped away by the Husky side, driving hard into the net. Thunderbirds doing a good job to keep it out. No goaltending call there as the ball bounced up. And we're still scoreless here early on. Yeah, Thunderbirds with the early turnover. Maybe a little bit of rust in the second turnover by the uh, Thunderbirds. Pulling up from three this time. That was Lawrence Moore. He can't convert either. Yeah, that steal by Akintunde. And a pass back to Lawrence Moore. And as you said, uh, he was not able to uh, get that ball to drop. Inbound here for the Huskies. Moore trying to find the open man on court. Sends it long out to Deciman. And now back to Amoafu. Ball kicked out wide to the corner. Spin move, finds some open space. And as the shot clock expires, unable to convert is JT Robinson. Offensive board though by the Huskies. DeSimmon can't get it. This time, it'll be big man Grant Shepard halting the play as he grabs the defensive rebound. Near side from the corner. That three doesn't fall either. That time the shot was taken by Patrick Simon. Yeah, first shot by the Thunderbirds after two turnovers. Deciman pulls up with a fake. Now sends it out wide. That was Lawrence Moore. He also misses a three, exchanging some misses here early on. Yeah, a little bit of rust as the uh, regular season opens for both of these teams. Another turnover here. It's Desmin racing back for the Huskies near side, right-handed layup off the glass. That'll go. Yeah, and he's the one that knocked the ball away from uh, Grant Shepard in the paint and was able to take it the length of the court. Jaden Cohey, the recent transfer, one-on-one -on -one here early on with JT Robinson. Kohi driving into the paint himself, kicks it out wide for Adu. Left-handed hook, almost gets the bank, but it'll bounce in and out and be a Husky ball. A lot of aggression from both teams early on, trying to pull up with some big opportunities from beyond the arc and in the paint trying to drive, but haven't found much success converting. 
Well, uh, certainly not. Uh, neither team has had much success converting, but uh, I am seeing some good defense played by the Huskies tonight, uh, especially Akintundi, I believe, uh, two steals uh, to open the game there, and, um, uh, you know, some, some good energy on defense giving the Thunderbirds problems. Moore pulling up from three beyond the outreached hand of Shepard. That one will drop. Quick 5-0 lead here for Saskatchewan. Trying to prove a point against this strong Thunderbird team. Adu finds the open man in Borsier. Borsier inside to Shepard. The strength of Grant Shepard. There was two hands that got onto that ball and he was able to power it right through for the dunk. Yeah, good pass by Mason Borsier though. He got to Grant Shepard a little bit of open space. Another three here for the Huskies. After struggling early, that time the three was sent in from Lawrence Moore. Borsier slowing down play. Thunderbird's gonna have to do a better job on three fence on defense from beyond the arc. Simon holds the ball for the Thunderbirds. Handoff here to Kohi. He tries to release a three of his own. The rebound is somehow collected by the Thunderbirds as it was kicked out to Borsier. Foul here called against Moore. Yeah, long rebound uh, off the glass there, uh, assisted by one of the Huskies, trying to get it to one of their own uh, teammates, but it ended up in Borsier's hands. Early gameplay from the Huskies has featured the three-point nearly exclusively, paying off for them early on after a few quick misses to open the first quarter. Eight to two here for Saskatchewan, six and a half left in the first. Loose ball is collected here by the Thunderbirds. It's Simon driving through. He aims for the net with one hand and he's stuffed inside the paint, driving the lane on the other side for the Huskies. That was, I can, Akintunde, and you know, I, I tried to figure out how to pronounce it. I thought it was Akintan, but maybe it's Akintunde. I, I believe it's Akintunde, and I'm just going by the usual um, African-style uh, pronunciations. That time, three-point shot from Jaden Kohi, the recent transfer, showing up nicely there for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, Jaden's really shown well in the preseason play, carrying over into regular season. Driving in and unable to convert. Good job by Patrick Simon getting his hands up in the face of Akintunde. Kicks out now for Adu. Adu bricks off the rim. Ball back in the hands of the Huskies. It's Moore, one-on-one -on -one here with Borsier. Nice job by Mason getting hands up in the face of the quicker, uh, quicker Moore. And one here back at the other end. Nice transition, getting the partial block and then taking it down. We'll go to the line to attempt a three-point play. Yeah, that, that is just great play by Mason Borsier. He played well on defense and then was able to collect the ball, get it up court and make a very difficult shot, catch the foul as well. Uh, really uh, showing uh, a more mature uh, play, uh, a more confident play than he had last year in his first year of the Thunderbirds, uh, with the Thunderbirds and certainly that he was no slouch last year. Three-point play converted as now on to the, to, the, to the Saskatchewan side is Noah Nickel and stepping out for him is Lawrence Moore. Thunderbirds also having a substitution of their own as Cameron Morris will step onto the court and by U Sports eligibility in his first year. Deep three here launched from the Huskies that one doesn't fall for Chan DeSimmon. 
Now it's Kohi. Spin inside, Kohi. Showing a nice move and finds the open space in the lane. Absolutely fluid through the paint and absolutely in control. Desmond dishes out here to Robinson. Robinson now pulls back. Inside jumper can't fall. Thunderbirds come away with it after it was tipped a few times up in the air. Back at the other end. That's Adu dishing it out now to the recently substituted in uh, Cameron Morris. He misses on the three. Scramble on the floor as mayhem ensues. Two Thunderbirds and two Huskies, if not three, all tackled each other trying to get the ball. Well, within that rugby scrum that we saw on the floor there, we, uh, we have to note that uh, everybody is playing all out in this game. And, uh, you know, certainly credit to everybody for, uh, for getting on the floor there, going after that loose ball. Joseph Barker now into the game. Deciman will take a seat. Controlling the ball is Moore who stepped back into the game. Gets it out to Barker, handoff back here to Moore. Steps back, Barker with the ball inside. Posting up against Adu, left hand, right hand hook rather, falls. That's he's, just, a big, he's a big presence on the court. Yeah, but that's just veteran play by Barker. He's, uh, I believe, going in, this is his fifth year, and uh, he just turned the uh, UBC Thunderbird defense inside out. Kohi with the moves. Paul, the play will be called back, however. An earlier foul called against Moore. Moore arguing with the official over that last play. Doesn't like the call. 10 to 12, Thunderbirds trailing early here against the hot Saskatchewan team. Six straight wins in the pre to finish out the preseason after opening with two losses for them. Anthony McNish now in the game as well for the Thunderbirds. He inbounds the ball to Kohi. Kicks it out. That's Morris. Morris loses the ball. Rookie mistake in quite a literal fashion. This time the pass is also traded. Morris trying to redeem himself. Can't keep the ball in play. Some young new faces on this Thunderbird team. Five of them that are technically first years. Some of them redshirted last year. Meanwhile, on the Saskatchewan side, there's nine players who qualify as first years. A very different look in a revamped Saskatchewan side. A deep three here from Moore. That one falls short. The rebound is collected by no one up top, but rather it's controlled by Akintunde. And then the inside ball comes from Moore to Barker. No one was contesting him. Yeah, Barker all alone inside the paint after a little bit of a scramble up at the top of the key. That time a deep two misses. That was Kohi, who we've seen some nice footwork and, and ball work from earlier in this game. A huge three. I mean, these things are four feet back from the arc. JT Robinson uh, with the triple. And those three points have been paying off a 17 to 10 lead here in this first quarter. Thunderbirds are gonna have to clean up their game defensively. This team clearly is not afraid to not just take a three, but take a three that's two to three feet behind the line. Well, they, they seem to have an awful lot of confidence in their game, and that's I'm talking about the Huskies. Uh, they've come in here, I guess maybe they have an attitude that, uh, hey, we're gonna take it to the Thunderbirds, and uh, I, I know we're away from home, 
but uh, what have we got to lose? And it seems to be paying off right now for the birds. For the Huskies, rather. Sorry, for the Huskies. <laughs> I'm so, so used to saying it the other way. Right. Right now, after their last game, it was an 88-61 victory for the Saskatchewan side. JT Robinson was the one who led the way. 19 points and six rebounds for him. Lawrence Moore, who we've seen a lot of tonight, had 18 of his own. Amoofu nearly double-double with nine points and 13 rebounds. They've been a complete unit contributing. It's not just one or two players. Well, there's a, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people uh, for Saskatchewan uh, who are out there uh, uh, playing you know, fairly loose. They look like they're enjoying themselves out on the court there, and uh, it's certainly working out for them. Early on, Saskatchewan shooting above 40% from the field. It's contributed to this score line, sitting at 17 to 10 in their favor. Some substitutions as we resume play after the timeout. Thunderbirds now have into the game number eight, Jonah Morrison, first year. Morrison originally rather an art student here at UBC. Also into the game is number three, Manroop Clare, who is a transfer to the team this year. Thunderbirds aren't able to corral it down at their own end and turn over the ball here to the Huskies. Sloppy play. Let's talk about Manroop Clare for just a second. Uh, a highly touted addition to the Thunderbirds, but uh, injured his hamstring first scrimmage with the Thunderbirds, did not play at all during the uh, exhibition season. So he's really seeing his first action on the floor in, um, you know, uh, mi in minutes that count uh, for the Birds. Play is stopped here again as another foul is called against UBC. McNish charged with that one on the hold. On the court now, Let's go through some of the Thunderbird names. It's changed lineup from what we started with. It's Borsier, Adu. Uh, we also have number eight, who I just mentioned, Jonah Morrison, uh, Anthony McNish, and also number three, Manru Claire. More of the Huskies dishes out now to Desimon. Desimon. It's tried to get out wide to the far side, but it's picked away there by Anthony McNish. Good on-court awareness from number six. Place low down here for the Thunderbirds. Three point attempt taken there by Manroop Claire. Can't convert it and the ball goes back to the Husky side. DeSimmon, one on one here with Claire. We'll see how his experience transfers over here to UBC playtime. McNish doing a nice job stripping the ball away from the Huskies. Borsay now, busting through the line, going for the oop. It was Adu, who couldn't read it in time, but ends up coming away with it. He gets the bucket, but after the foul had been called, he'll go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, he got hammered going up there and lost control of the ball. I thought for a second there uh, the referee was going to call a travel, but, uh, uh, you know, it was an obvious foul. Uh, Anthony McNish playing great ball. And for those who are watching Canada West, we could see that on that last play. Who's looking for Adu to go up for the oop. Couldn't read it correctly. Does convert both of his, or rather the free throw. And now the ball will be handed back to Saskatchewan on the other side. It's Moore in possession on the far wing. Moore pulling up from three. It's the spot he's liked all night. That one bounces off the rim as well. 
Adu hands it off here to Borsier. Borsier racing in to the left side. Kicks it out wide to Claire on the far side of the court. Claire back to Adu. Adu with his shot clock winding down. It's at six. That time is Jonah Morrison from deep in the far side corner. That one hits off the rim, and the Huskies get the defensive board. J.D. Robinson, the no-look pass. What an extra effort that was. That was LeBron James-esque. Well, he just drew the defender and uh, dished it off to uh, uh, his teammate on the side. Amoafu doing a nice job finishing off that play, but that was all J.T. Robinson. Great structure for him. Adu dancing through multiple defenders, coming in from the right side, a few cut moves, finds himself a basket. Yeah, weaving through heavy traffic there. Thunderbirds really needed that. J.T. Robinson again, this time goes up by himself. Couldn't tell if Morrison got a fingertip on that. Yeah, good contest there by Jonah Morrison. Uh, ball out of bounds though, off the Thunderbirds, so it's gonna be Saskatchewan ball. Adu and Morrison stepping off, now back on for the Thunderbirds are Shepard and Simon. Grand Shepard got some new kicks this year. They're vibrant. Yellow for those listening on CITR, very yellow. Turnover by Saskatchewan is uh, Amoafu. Amoafu. Amoafu uh, stepped on the sideline. This time it'll be Claire to inbound the ball here for the Thunderbirds. I'm going to have a few problems with pronunciation tonight, <laughs> I can tell. I'll be here to guide you through it <laughs> as, I, as uh. I try my best. Borsay now taking the ball up here for the Thunderbirds. It's hard when it's the visiting team. You don't get to know the players' names quite as well. Borsay now with what a move inside, going down and then up and around with the right hand, cutting through defense and finding himself a, himself a beautiful layup. You know, just great elevation, hung in the air like he was just sitting on a chair. Four seconds left in this first quarter. Three point there launched. And as the final seconds tick away, the Saskatchewan Huskies attempted a three, falls short. And we will end with a 15-19, rather a 19-15 lead right now for the Huskies here at home for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, what it, what it amounts to is a four-point deficit for the uh, UBC Thunderbirds in their home opener. And here we see on the replay, uh, Mason Borsia just hanging in the air there and uh, kissing it off the glass with a little bit of English. Yeah, more unable to contest him too well. Borsia, we've seen a few nice inside moves from him and some of the other Thunderbird players. The theme in the women's game, when UBC was able to beat the number one ranked Saskatchewan Huskies was points in the paint. I know you're a, a old advocate school of points in the paint, to yeah. say the least. Yes. And it seems like Thunderbirds so far have opted for that same model while the Huskies have been firing from deep. Yes, uh, they, they certainly have. The, uh, uh, the Huskies have been playing very well at the outset of this game. We'll have to see how the Thunderbirds can uh, um, make adjustments and uh, get back into this game. Four points is nothing, especially in the, uh, uh, the first quarter. UBC able to uh, put uh, points on the board in bunches. Uh, we've seen that so many times, so many years in a row. Right now, the leading scorers for the Thunderbirds are both Kohi and Borsier. Kohi, nice addition to this Thunderbird team, adding a veteran presence. And we've, we've seen his ability to control the ball and weave through defenders. It's really added a lot of movement, which I think some of the 
big men on the Thunderbirds tend to lack. On the other side of play, the Huskies have put up numbers across the board. Moore with six, a pair of threes, Robinson with three points, and DeSimmon with two of his own. In addition to Barker, who wasn't even a starter, putting up four. Yeah, and, and I really get impressed by uh, by Barker, his ability to both score and uh, rebound. It makes him a, a, a very dangerous player on the court, someone that the Thunderbirds have to be very wary of. Saskatchewan got into a bit of foul trouble there in that first quarter. Five fouls charged against them. However, they did a nice job defensively combating the Thunderbirds with four blocks in that first quarter. As we're set here to get back underway in this second quarter of action, it was Jaden Cohey who inbounded the ball and now holds it near the top of the key. Kicked out to Manru Claire. Claire from three, that one kissing off the front edge of the rim. Shepard, nice job with the rebound where there was three Huskies under the net, but he came away with it. Thunderbirds pass there from Cohey is picked away. And now DeSimmon gives the ball back to JT Robinson. Back to DeSimmon, he's open for three. Can't get the basket. And that was Grant Shepard coming away with the rebound. A wide open Kohi. He gets the three. Thunderbirds trying to copycat the Saskatchewan side maybe. Well, UBC getting the ball up very quickly, getting a wide open shot for Jaden Kohi, who nailed it from the far corner. Hand off to Robinson, now back to Barker. Robinson pumped from very deep three, comes in and finds a nice Pullback two-pointer from the far side elbow. Now it's Kohi. Gets it back to Claire at the top of the court. Falling hard to the ground there was DeSimmon. Play continues. Manru Claire into the paint. Can't get that one to fall. Ball is rebounded here by the Huskies, and it's Moore. Robinson gets the ball into Barker. Barker, nice spin move. Catches Shepard off, off his guard. However, he also misses, trading some early mistakes. Borsier, it's that same look. Yeah, he's seeing a seam in that defense, and he's taking advantage of it. He goes straight in there and just kisses off glass. Desimond trying to show how he can drive as well, but he's rejected by the T-Birds. Kohi, one-on-one here, goes in, opts to not slow it down, and it pays off. JT Robinson couldn't slow down the fourth year transfer. UBC using the fast break, uh, last couple of possessions here. Uh, Jaden Cohey for the three the first time. Jaden Cohey uh, with the, uh, the lay-in for the second. Cohey playing a pivotal role here early. On the night, he's actually the lead scorer now with 10. Beyond the arc, he's shooting 50%, has two threes. And overall from the field, he's shooting four for six. We have a timeout here taken by the Husky coach. Yeah, well, the, the Huskies are finding themselves after having a uh, seven-point lead. They're now down by a single point, 22 to 21 in this uh, second quarter as the UBC uh, Thunderbirds have made the adjustments uh, through uh, the timeout between the first and second quarter. They did make the adjustments that they needed and uh, have seemed to have found a formula that uh, is working for them. Here at the home opener for UBC Thunderbird basketball, it's a packed crowd. You don't often see it this busy here at War Memorial Gym. Courtside bringing out a lot of people. Courtside coinciding with the home opener for women's and men's basketball. 
if you're Saskatchewan coach Barry Rollick, who his team hasn't had a lot of success in recent years, you know, they're coming off a six-game win streak. What are you trying to tell your team right now if you're their head coach after they had that early lead? I mean, just calm down, uh, play your game, and, uh, you know, just go at it. The ball's in Saskatchewan hands. They get their offensive rebound. Second chance opportunity isn't fruitful as a long-range three misses from Akintunde. Thunderbirds back at the other end put home an inside layup from Simon. Yeah, baseline drive by uh, Patrick Simon there. Got the step on the defender and straight to the hoop. Three-point attempt, JT Robinson. That was the near side corner. The threes keep coming from the Saskatchewan team, whether they're gonna work or not, seems to be their game plan. So far, they're neck and neck with one of the best teams in Canada West. Well, the threes are working for Saskatchewan right now. The question is, will they continue to work as the uh, uh, team starts to get tired as the game goes along? Play called dead, foul charged against Saskatchewan. Jaden Coey to inbound. Isaiah Familia now on the court. Borsay holds the ball, loses it temporarily, and a scramble as players thought they were going, players on both teams thought one another were gonna go get it, and the ball kind of laid open where no one had possession of it for a good two to three seconds. Yeah, gonna be a UBC ball though as it did go off a Husky uh, out of bounds on the far sideline. That time as the shot clock expired, Jaden Coey pulled up and missed from three. Noticeably absent this year is Taylor Brown. Injured for the year. Yeah, Achilles tendon rupture, and it doesn't look uh, good for him getting back this year. There's been so many injuries across Thunderbird basketball. Has a beautiful spin move there from Moore, ties up Borsier. Ball to JT Robinson, pump fakes from three before he gets off the shot. Foul here called against Isaiah. Yeah, Familia gonna pick up the foul there, but uh, the UBC defense has seemed to uh, have uh, stiffened up a little bit. They're making uh, Saskatchewan work. But going back to these injuries, it's plagued a lot of teams. The women's basketball team has two, two players out for a full season. They're both redshirting because of ACL injuries. Volleyball teams on men's and women's side, similar stories. These UBC athletes push themselves hard and sometimes it doesn't pay off as an alley-oop works out in Saskatchewan's favor. That was a nice job there putting it in by Akintunde. Yeah, but a, a great uh, lob pass going in there. And Akintunde had, had to actually adjust uh, to that lob so that he would be able to get it in. It wasn't a clean uh, swish. Kohi misses again from three. It's happened a few times for him recently. Moore, the underhanded dish, now into the corner. Three-point clear there from Alexander Dewar. In his first year. UBC wanting to call a timeout here is, uh, I, I don't think they're very happy with uh, that wide open shot. No contest in the, uh, the far corner there as uh, Saskatchewan nailed another three. Saskatchewan now with a 29-24 lead. Thunderbirds seem to have something working playing their inside game, but they struggle on defense. We just saw the, uh, the lob into Akintundi there and uh, uh, here we see the uh, shot from the uh, corner, from the far corner. Absolutely no one near him uh, in the Thunderbird jersey. Contesting the three points will be key for this Thunderbird side. Well, contesting all the shots. I mean, that's what 
defense is all about. But it's easier for them with their big men to block those near or mid-range shots. You got Shepard, you have Simon. Mm -hmm. Even Borsay stands at a decent height. Uh, but sometimes it's those outside attempts which you need the more agile players to get to. Yeah, and it's all about ball movement by the Huskies, and the, the Huskies are doing a pretty good job because they were able to get a wide open shot from the corner. Give it up for your Thunderbird marching band! Borsier and Kohi leading the w charge so far for the Thunderbirds, seven and 10 points respectively, while Moore and JT Robinson at six and eight for the Huskies. Ball's back in play here, Shepard inside, three men on him. Still holds on, goes up for the shot anyway, and uses that strength and power we were talking about to find the bucket. Yeah, against a very good uh, defense by uh, Amoafu. Spin there from Moore. He showed that move a couple times. Right down the heart of the Thunderbird defense. An easy layup for him. Again, found a seam and was able to exploit it. Kohi now holds the ball. We have just under five and a half left here in the second quarter. Five-point lead, nice job by Familia. Frustratingly, he didn't take that three-point. He had a wide-open opportunity. You gotta think head coach of the Thunderbirds can't be too happy that, Kevin Hansen. JT Robinson back at the other end. Thunderbirds later missed that three-point attempt. And it's more controlling the tempo here. Doing a good job of it so far for this Saskatchewan side. Intentional bank shot finds its way home for more. Did that to get above the, the outstretched hand of the taller Thunderbird defense. Borsier, long pass to Familia, nearly picked off there. Akintunde reading that play well. Yeah, I mean, he's got some uh, uh, really great anticipation there because that was his, almost his third steal. UBC substituting in a couple of players. Uh, Manroof clear back in the game and Grant Audu as well. Now it's Kohi with the ball, kicks it out to the near side slot and then out to the far corner for Claire. Claire's missed two or three three-point attempts now. Hasn't found too much success early on here. And they're gonna need him to turn his game around, more or less him and Kohi filling in for Taylor Brown. Has not seen any preseason action at all. Rusty. Yeah. In the paint. That time falling in for Alexander Dewar. Huskies lead is growing here slowly but surely. Now at nine points with four left in this second quarter. Familia fall in here to Shepard. Play will be stopped as foul called against the Huskies. Yeah, Barker over the back there as uh, Shepard had a uh, pretty good position inside the paint, uh, getting ready to uh, put in a little bit of a spin. Barker reached in, got his hand on Shepard's left arm. Ball back in now to Shepard. 10 left on the shot clock. Morrison back, rather. Cameron Morris, there's a Morris and a Morrison new to this UBC team. That time, defensive rebound as Kobe went through the lane, couldn't find it to fall. Akintunde, sheer power, driving through three Thunderbirds. Yeah, great acceleration up the court as he uh, picked up the rebound there. Uh, was even almost tripped up uh, by one of the Thunderbirds there. Adu, also trying to go inside. Thunderbirds have been shut out on their mid-range and Close game as of late. Saskatchewan doing a nice job tying them up. 
That rebound there handled by Amoafu, and the ball is now sent back out wide for Akantunde. Loose ball, and as Amoafu and Shepard both dove to the ground on that play, I believe be Shepard. I believe Shepard is going to be called with a foul. Some frustration here potentially out of this Thunderbird team who seem to have the lead up until three quarters or a quarter way into the second quarter. Well, they made some good adjustments coming out of the uh, the first quarter starting the second quarter and they were uh, able to get a, a, a single digit lead. But right now, uh, the uh, Huskies have been able to uh, rebuild the lead and that's now up into double digits on an 11 point 37-26 lead for uh, Saskatchewan, we got three minutes and five seconds remaining in the first half of action here. So right now, uh, certainly momentum in favor of the Huskies. The difference so far has been shooting beyond the arc. Huskies, five from 14, not incredible, but a good percentage. And it just got boosted on another three. Now six for 15 on the day. Thunderbirds, only two from 16 here early, Doug. Long pass inside from Moore outside uh, uh, from the end line there. He then stepped in, got the return pass wide open. Morris hands it off to Adu. Out wide now for Claire. Let's see if he can convert. Find some success shaking off some of that lack of playtime and, and rust from not seeing preseason time on the court. Another three deep from JT Robinson out on the far side wing. Yeah. First uh, points in the uh, Canada West for Manroop Claire, uh, immediately answered by Saskatchewan. Claire turns it over here on an errant pass. Saskatchewan tries to keep it alive. Thunderbirds are able to get it on the bad transfer. Three-point attempt there by Claire, who seems to be limping slightly. Hope he's okay. Yeah. He's headed to the line. Yeah, you, you sort of worry about that. I don't know exactly what happened there. I think he may have come down a little bit heavy as we watch the uh, uh, the rebound on his knee. Hopefully that is not uh, a tweak of the hamstring again. You always worry about injuries on these teams, especially towards the beginning of the season when you're still trying to figure out who's going to be your starter, what role each player is going to have for the team. Claire converting on the first of two. Thunderbirds still trailing by 13. Claire hitting the second of three. Excuse yeah. me, I said two earlier. Shot was beyond the arc where he was fouled. And all three of them going down. Nice job there by Claire. That's another way to get a three-point play. Still trailing by 11. The Thunderbirds have two minutes left in this first half. JT Robinson dishes off, off to Amoafu. Now it's Robinson again. Near side elbow, fadeaway look, doesn't fall. Losing the ball under the net is Audu. That's a bad turnover. Yeah, he really can't get, uh, he can't give a team like Saskatchewan uh, extra opportunities and that one uh, was a gift. Mismatch there between Borsier and Noah Nickel who stands at just five foot nine, stands out on the court for sure. Three point here by Jaden Cohey. Thunderbirds trying to claw back with some successful three-pointers of their own. Well, Jaden Cohey uh, with some space there. Uh, not often he's seeing that so far in the game. When you put a player like Noah, Nick Noah Nichols standing next to someone like Patrick Simon, the height difference 
is striking. 5'9 compared to Simons. I believe he's at 6'8. Yeah, but you know, give Nichols credit. Uh, you know, he's showing absolutely no fear and uh, he's out there, uh, he's contributing to his team. So uh, kudos to him. And just his first year, originally from Abbotsford, is Nickel. Put up 16 points, four rebounds, and four assists off the bench three games ago. He's a key player that I think most teams might underestimate simply because of his size. But putting up numbers like that, those are starter numbers. Well, maybe in the future. <laughs> he will be. But it looks like they've got uh, some good people coming off the bench for Saskatchewan. Uh, you know, Dewar has uh, certainly... Uh, contributed and uh, bringing Baker or rather Barker off of the bench uh, uh, seems to have worked well for uh, for Saskatchewan uh, as uh, he has come in and contributed uh, four points uh, nothing recently but certainly uh, he was a force on a couple of occasions and we haven't even really seen much of Levi Timmermans yet he's another first year originally from Courtney BC he averaged five points and three rebounds through uh, his last three preseason games. Another bench player showing that Saskatchewan, like UBC, has a lot of depth. Well, it's very important uh, for a Canada West team to have uh, have depth uh, because that's going to carry you through an awful lot of rough spots. It certainly has for the Thunderbirds over the years. After their last game, which was a 107-70 victory for the Thunderbirds, where Shepard double-double, putting up 24 points and 12, 12 rebounds, Borsier scored 23 points with six assists, and Coey put up 19 with six rebounds. Not quite the performance you were expecting here so far. Uh, UBC's got the ball back uh, on the foul, a blocking foul by uh, Lawrence Moore. With 109 left in this first half, UBC still trailing 10, 35 to 45. Here during home opener action, it's courtside at War Memorial Gym. Patrick Simon with the ball, dishes it in now to Coey. Kohi posting up and will turn the ball over here as he's called with the foul. Well, actually, no, he, it, he just lost the ball out of bounds. He was it asking for the foul. And it kicked foul. off the foot. Yeah, he was asking for the foul. He said he was being manhandled in there. But, uh, you know, it's just good, good, tough play. Barker had it, and now it was Robinson launching another deep three for the Saskatchewan side. That time, Claire stepping on the line as he tried to keep it in play. Yeah, a good attempt to uh, to try to save that ball from going out of bounds, but uh, unfortunately for Manroop, uh, he stepped on the line. Ball dished in by Moore, who gets it back, pulls it from three. He was tightly guarded there by Kohi. 30 seconds left in the first half. Borsier racing down. Claire trying to split the seam. It's tripped up going through the middle and we'll get the foul call. Yeah, it looks like they're gonna call contact on one of the Saskatchewan players, and we've got the replay right here as Mason Borsier kicks it back to Mandrew Clear. He dives in uh, with the ball, and it looked like, uh, I didn't catch the number, I think it was JT Robinson uh, just reached in and uh, knocked uh, Clear's uh, arm. Inbound here from Kohi, nearly missed the outstretched arm of Adu. Borsier holds it, 20 seconds left. 
There's a six second differential between game clock and shot clock. Simon through the middle, loses the ball as it's stripped away. 12 seconds left now and uncontested down the other side. DeSimmon misses his layup. Now pulling up for three is Manu Claire with two seconds to go. He misses. Thunderbirds as time expires. Finally, someone hits a shot. Jaden Coey pulling up from just inside the three-point line. And I hope we see that uh, sequence again on replay here because uh, uh, UBC dodged a bullet there as DeSimmon was not able to get his lay-in to drop. And then uh, Thunderbirds racing down to the court, uh, you know, I, I, sort of out of control or as best they could uh, to get it down as quickly as they could. Uh, first shot by Manrube Claire, a three-pointer did not go, uh, but the ball fell to Jaden Cohey, and Cohey puts it in uh, to uh, draw the birds uh, within uh, double digits. It was an exchange of messy play there to end the half. However, Saskatchewan holds the 45-37 lead over UBC. Thunderbirds were able to close what was once an 11-point gap down to just seven here as they head into halftime. Nice job so far by JT Robinson and Lawrence Moore with 11 points and 13 respectively. The Saskatchewan side has done a nice job against UBC inside defensively. Mm -hmm. They've shut down you know, the game of Shepard more or less from an offensive perspective. Meanwhile, UBC has seen some success through Jaden Cohey who put in that final bucket. He has 15 points. He's leading this offense by quite a bit. The next closest in point total, Borsier with seven. Uh, joining us in a moment, as soon as he can get through the crowd, uh, will be assistant coach uh, uh, Vern Knopp. We'll get his thoughts on the uh, first half of action here as uh, a lot of people heading to the washrooms uh, at, uh, at the half here. The Thunderbirds leading 45 to 37 in uh, what I call a fairly entertaining uh, ball game so far. Uh, a little bit uh, sloppy at times, uh, but you know, keep in mind that we're, we're just at the beginning of the regular season, and uh, you know, even if you're uh, you know, having some tough competition during the, um, uh, during the exhibition season, it still doesn't prepare you for when you're actually playing uh, for real. And they are now. Thunderbirds with 10 turnovers already here yeah. in this first half. We also saw them struggle from three. They got it up to a dismal 22.2% from shooting. They were once just barely above 12. And it seems like indeed we do have Vern Knopp here now to speak with you for a bit, Doug. I'll give the mic on over to him. Uh, thanks very much, Jacob. Vern Knopf, assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds. Uh, Vern, thanks for uh, coming up and uh, and chatting with us. So, uh, I mean, your thoughts on the the first half of action here? Um, well, it was ugly. Um, I mean, start on the defensive end. I'm missing way too many assignments, um, and it's just 100% lack of communication. Um, you know, they got one of the better backcourts in Canada West, if not the country can't leave those guys um, wide open for shots. If we're they're hitting challenge shots, that's one thing, but uh, too many times we lost guys in transition or just on simple side uh, end outs, um, and we just can't have those mistakes. Um, offensively, just we're not sharing the basketball enough. Uh, we don't, we're not getting the ball inside, whether it's by penetration. I mean, Grant Shepard, I think, only had two shots, hit them both, so we got to do a better job of getting him touches inside. Um, and, you know, we've got some good looks, too. We just, uh, just kind of hit a cold patch there in the first half, so hopefully... Uh, 
We'll come out second half and we'll uh, heat up a little bit from three. Well, Jaden Cohey, as advertised, is uh, coming in and uh, uh, filling the hoop. He's got 15 points to lead the birds. Uh, uh, Manroof clear. I honestly did not expect him to see him in this game. He did not play any of the exhibition games uh, with a hamstring injury. Uh, he must be rusty as hell right now. Yeah, I mean, he practiced, had his first week of practice in probably a month. Um, we, we scrimmaged against Fraser Valley about a month ago and he hurt his hamstring. Uh, he's kind of since training camp kind of been battling all sorts of injuries, but he was given a clean bill of health this week. Um, we were trying to ease him in. That's why he didn't play the first seven minutes. Probably played a little more in the first half than we wanted to, but we just we were looking for a spark. Um, obviously, Jaden, as you said, is 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 advertised. Um, I mean, I'm sure he'd be the first to tell you not one of his best shooting halves, but uh, he did a great job keeping us in both offensively and defensively. And uh, you know, he's doing everything we've asked. Um, and I thought uh, Mason actually Borsier did a really good job. We're getting, you know, we're getting leadership for our point guard spot. It's just other, we need other guys to step up, mostly defensively, and, and hit a couple of shots for us. Well, let's talk about Mason Borsier because uh, I was impressed with his rookie season with the Birds last year. Uh, but I, I'm seeing a lot more confidence and. Uh, uh, some, uh, you know, pretty good decision making on the court from him. Some leadership. Yeah, it's it's one of the things Coach Hans has been preaching to him is, is trying to become a leader. Um, you know, there's never we never question Mason's uh, work ethic. He's always the hardest worker in practice and in games. Um, you know, he's one of the most talkative guys on defenses, which is something that we need more guys to do. And in, in fairness, you know, he he's been willing to listen to you know. Uh, Jaden coming in. Jaden comes in with a wealth of experience, a Division One transfer, and they're really starting to develop a lot of chemistry. It's a little bit shaky start the first couple exhibition games, but the more they play together, the more comfort they're finding. They're finding with each other, and when Manroop gets healthier, um, gets more action, I think you're going to see us uh, really take off. Um, but yeah, we're thrilled with how Mace is developing. Down by eight points going into the second half of action. No means ins insurmountable. Uh, what do the Thunderbirds uh, have to do other than be the Thunderbirds that they usually are. Yeah, I think the offense will take care of itself as it usually does. Um, but with that said, we got to get to the hoop more, get in, get the ball inside, like we said, whether it's not whether it's passing with post ups or getting getting penetration. But really, it starts on the defensive end. Um, absolutely, probably the worst defense defensive half we've had in the uh, since our you know maybe our first game of preseason. Um, you know, we got to stop with the mental mistakes, get some more rebounds, get too many offensive rebounds, and you know, always tell the guys in practice, focus on the defensive end and and generate turnovers and, and let help that to take some pressure off our offense by getting uh, some easy fast break hoops. Vern, thanks for doing this. Thank and you, uh, Good it. luck in the second half here. Thanks, guys. Vern Knopf, assistant coach with the UBC Thunderbirds. The, the Birds down by eight points uh, going into the, the second half. And um, um, I think as you observed, uh, defense wasn't all that great by the Thunderbirds. Uh, that was... Uh, uh, certainly supported by what uh, Vern has said that the Thunderbirds are uh, missing too many assignments. They've got to uh, play a with a little bit more energy and, um, you know, they've, they've just got to get the job done on defense. In addition to that, they need to figure out Lawrence Moore and JT Robinson. They're seeing the court and creating plays for all the other players on this Husky side. It's going to be a, a pesky task for them as Lawrence Moore, we talked about it, second in Canada West in scoring last season, 24 points per game has a bunch of assists, steals, rebounds, can do really everything. JT Robinson following suit with just slightly lesser numbers. Yeah, just looking at um, some of the statistics here, uh, I, you know, I look at things like the bench points here, and right now Saskatchewan is leading UBC 9-6 uh, to six in, in bench points, and uh, 
Uh, points in the paint is pretty well uh, even for uh, for both sides here. Uh, and the the, uh, the turnovers, uh, UBC turning the ball over uh, 10 times here. Saskatchewan only six times. So uh, UBC got to take uh, better care of that ball uh, because... Uh, Let's see if they have the points off of turnovers here. Uh, points off turnovers. Uh, UBC leading in that uh, respect, uh, so they're taking a more of a, an advantage of the turnovers than Saskatchewan are. And if you're listening in on CITR 101.9, the score is at half 37.45. If you're listening on Canada West, don't check the website. It says this is final. We are indeed at <laughs> halftime. Uh, just keep this in mind. There's still lots of basketball to play. Thunderbirds do have some catching up to do. We have about five more minutes. We'll take a quick break and come back to you guys for the second half of action. No, I'm from VA. I got the spirit of a hustler. 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 I, I've been in your mouth always a topic of discussion. Discussion. Me and history got a Shout out to the face. The Vince claimed they hungry. My end I'm straight. Eating every night. Got a warm plate. She ain't coming home. I gave that girl the shade. They say I'm the man. That's not a debate. ATL the radio. Shout out moving. Shout it low. Bank head new V8. What's up with it? They can run, but they can't. Keep up with me, got that sauce, I got that recipe. Got that sauce, I got that recipe. Yeah. Lying wrapped around the building, waiting to get next to me. Drop deck, gorgeous, and she still ain't impressing me. Then she showed me her degrees. I say this is stuff I like to say. You know I'm from the I got the spirit of a hustler. Hustler, hustler. I've been in your mouth always a topic of discussion. Discussion. Discussion started from the bottom, now on top I came from nothing, from nothing, from nothing. She hollow when she see me, I'm the man she wanna stand with, stand with.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. This is CITR's coverage of Courtside, the home opener for the Thunderbirds basketball season. At halftime, the UBC men's team are down 45-37 against the Saskatchewan Huskies. The third quarter is just about to get underway. Jacob Ayer and Doug Richards have the call. Welcome back to War Memorial Gym. Jacob Aaron, Doug Richards here covering UBC basketball action. Women's team for the Thunderbirds won earlier tonight. Here the men's team trailing going into the second half, 37 to 45 against a surprisingly strong Saskatchewan Huskies side, Doug. Uh, certainly uh, Saskatchewan Huskies, the men's team playing very, very well. Um, they look loose, they look confident, uh, they look like they're having a good time out there, and uh, it's, it's showing on the scoreboard. Let's talk a, a minute about the, uh, the ladies uh, game though, because uh, uh, the UBC women coming away with a great victory tonight. Yeah, huge job coming out strong on home court in front of all these UBC fans here. They, they beat the number one ranked Saskatchewan Huskies, who really should have won, they were able to stop a few key players on the starting rotation of the Saskatchewan side and were able to capitalize based off of a few new pickups. Um, Kate Johnson from UBC Okanagan, in addition to working in a few new rookies and came away uh, with an upset win. So Back, future looking yeah. bright for the, uh, for the UBC women's team. Let's see if the men can uh, come back and uh, uh, steal a victory here this evening. Steals, actually, something I wanted to talk about. We will. Well, the other side, Saskatchewan, being just that, as we see a move inside here, spin move there by Amoafu, gets the ball and then puts it in for the Huskies. They have eight compared to just UBC's four. They're doing a lot better job applying pressure on defense, which is something you talked about with Vernon. Adu now, Euro step into the hoop, can't find the back, can't find the basket. Defensive rebound here. Now back at the other end, it's Decimin, or Decimin rather. Back to Decimin. And as he goes up for it, the ball will be turned over here for the Thunderbirts. Yeah, travel call there. Uh, looked like just a, a little bit of bad footwork there, early season, uh, uh, you know, just early season problems. Mason Borsier. Kicks the ball out. Now it's in the hands of 
Grant Audu. Jaden Cohey from the near side wing. Simon has the ball again. Eight left on the shot clock. It's Mason Borsier trying to drive, loses the ball momentarily. Patrick Simon, far side corner. That's in. Three pointer for the Thunderbirds who have struggled all night from beyond the arc. Yeah, a relatively open shot as uh, Saskatchewan was a little late rotating over uh, to put some pressure. Thunderbirds trying to close what was a eight point gap heading into the half. Now another three here from Saskatchewan. That time it was Moore throwing that one home. Yeah, great outside shot there. And again, not much pressure by the Birds. Mason Borsier trying to find a look. Shepard, he seemed to faint to him, then gave it back to Adu. Inside, Borsier loses the ball. Handled here by DeSimmon. And now a three-point attempt is too clean from Moore. Sank two straight threes. Yeah, Moore uh, a little off balance there, but it didn't seem to affect his shot at all. Right-hand hook there from Simon. Slows what was a bit of a run there for the Huskies after opening up the second half. UBC getting the ball into Simon in the paint there. Moore again. We mentioned second in Canada West last season as the steal here is given back to Moore again. Sloppy job by the Thunderbirds. Turnover, Moore just had about, I think that was 11 points in the span of three minutes. Yeah, uh, a lot of points. We're gonna have to get the statisticians in here to, to add them up, but that uh, last uh, bucket by Moore made uh, possible by Akintundi Steele, a good hustle play. Him uh, picking up the, uh, the loose ball as UBC tried to inbound it here. And uh, they uh, got it taken away and there he is on the replay with Akintundi feeding uh, Moore as he fell out of bounds. Moore now up to 21 points on the night after a early third quarter explosion. Forces Thunderbirds head coach Kevin Hansen to take a timeout as his team now finds it themselves down 15 here. Yeah, a very uh, big change in uh, momentum here as uh, all of a sudden the Thunderbirds, um, I don't know, uh, it just got blindsided by, uh, by Lawrence Moore. Something I also wanted to talk to you about, Doug, was the lack of free throws and the lack of trips to the line for the Saskatchewan team. You wonder if that speaks to the, pass, the passivity of this Thunderbird defense. You know, now that you mentioned it, I didn't even notice it because the you know the the game was flowing so uh, so freely. But yes, uh, not many free throws at all so far in, literally in this none. game. Yeah, Zero. literally none. Uh, I'm just looking at the UBC uh, um, five of six from fr uh, from free throws, but uh, uh, Saskatchewan not taking any. Here the play comes to a stop as a backcourt violation will give the ball back to the Huskies. Or excuse me, the... The play there was tripped up as running into the play was number four, Emmanuel Akintunde. And it indeed was a backcourt violation, will be the Huskies' ball. Yeah, Anthony McDish uh, picking up the foul there it appears as uh, UBC put some defensive pressure on there, almost got a steal, but uh, uh, the foul was caused. As they pause to clean the court, Thunderbirds hitting the head 
here early in this third quarter by an offensive explosion, thanks in most part to Brown. Rather, uh, more. more, thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, fifth-year player Lawrence Moore uh, certainly uh, uh, showing why he is one of the top players in Canada West. Moore now holding the ball. One-on-one -on -one here with McNish, who looks like he's doing a decent job covering him. Back pass as JT <laughs> Robinson thought he was planted, set up nicely for a three. However, his left foot was actually on the... Well, he, he was planted. He was planted out of bounds, and uh, uh, Jaden Cohey pointing that out to the referee uh, to uh, to get the uh, the turnover called. Cohey now gets a screen there from Shepard, gives it out to Manu Claire. Shepard, the pass is intercepted from Claire to Shepard as Barker got a hand on it. Yeah, Barker uh, playing some good defense there, uh, you know, filling the the passing lane there, knocking the ball out of bounds. Kohi looking for an open Thunderbird. It'll be Adu from the far side of the court. One-on-one -on -one here with JT Robinson. Gets out to Claire, who's open from three. Air ball, as Claire can't find anything. However, Grant Shepard with the offensive board puts it home. Yeah, a little scrambly underneath the, uh, the basket there, and uh, Grant Shepard coming up uh, with the ball and just uh, turns around and puts it in. More from three again. This time he misses. So his first miss in his last four shot attempts. Moore gets the ball, dishes out to JT Robinson, pump fakes from three, gets a little more space, pulls up as Adu had a hand in his face. Another offensive rebound here for the Huskies. Thunderbirds defense really struggling to do anything in the way of rebounds here in the second half. Another three, another miss. Finally, a rebound by a Thunderbird. It was Shepard who came away with that one. Yeah, Thunderbirds gotta collect themselves right now, get themselves a point. That shot by Kohi is nullified as there was a hold charge against the Huskies. Barker picking up the foul as, uh, as Kohi drove into the, uh, the paint, made contact by Barker who was not set. McNish finds Kohi, 16 on the shot clock after the inbound. Kohi now, almost lost there by Adu temporarily. Claire, Adu back to Claire from deep. Another three-point attempt from Claire, which is really all we've seen from him. That time, he converts. Well, if you uh, read Varsity Letters, Howard Samora's uh, website, uh, he had a chat with uh, Howard Manu Samora Claire. is great. Yeah. <laughs> We're all fans of Howard. That's anyway, true. he was uh, saying that uh, Manroof uh, has never met a three-point shot he didn't like. Foul called, or rather the possession will be given here to the Thunderbirds. And the uh, the further point of that article was that uh, he, he it never met a three-point shot he didn't like, and he very, very rarely misses on those three-point shots. Three-point specialist, something which we saw from Brown last year. He was yeah. starting to fit into that role. Thankfully, they picked up Claire in the offseason to fill in that gap. Kohi gets the ball back for the Thunderbirds. They're still, they are still chasing 10 here with just under five and a half left in the third. Three point this time. That was sent by, I believe that was McNish on the near side corner. JT Robinson, he passed it to the inside 
Alexander Dewar, who was open, but Dewar couldn't handle the ball. As Adu goes up, he gets fouled. Basket doesn't fall, but he'll go to the charity stripe to shoot a pair. Very fast end-to-end -end action here uh, for both teams there. Uh, UBC uh, taking the ball, getting it up the court very quickly. Um, Amoafo uh, having to foul uh, Grant Adu to prevent the basket. Adu with the first of two free throws. That one goes. The lead is cut to single digits as it was starting to unravel there during the beginning minutes of the third quarter. He hits both, it's now down to eight. So a 7-0 run for the UBC Thunderbirds as they're uh, getting back in this game. They're only down by eight now. They were down by 15 not very long ago. Ball is out now. Charging in against Shepard. That was Akantunde who took on the big man. He fell hard, but he almost got the basket. Foul here called against Claire, and it will send after the offensive rebound. Number 15, Maxwell Amoafu to the line. This is their first free throws. It is indeed. It's not often you go through an entire half and then uh, half of the third quarter uh, without shooting a, a free throw. UBC crowd having its first opportunity to try and throw off the opposition does just that. Amoafu misses the first of two. Home crowd loud here. He does hit the second one, so he splits the pair. Score differential, nine between the two teams. Claire, another turnover. We've seen a few messy passes from him earlier. Dish back to Akantunde. Now out wide. That was Nickel who's back in the game for Saskatchewan. He misses the three. Ball will be handed back here to the Thunderbirds as it was called out on the Huskies. Yeah, hotly contested rebound there. Uh, Kohi and uh, I believe it was uh, Lawrence Moore fighting for that ball. Kohi will bring the ball up now for the T-Birds. Moore had a heck of an opening to this third quarter. A night, it was indeed actually 11 points. He had three threes and then an inside layup after an extraordinary effort for 11 points in a span of three minutes. Yeah, outstanding effort during that uh, short period of time there. Thunderbirds, that was Kohi launching one from the deep corner. That three falls off target. And inside that was Desimon who fell to the ground as Manru Claire launched yet another three. That will be, that won't count even if it did go in. Yeah, there was Anthony McNish on the drive after on the rebound uh, trying to uh, get the ball in, but uh, he ran into uh, Desimon who was firmly planted inside the paint. A charge against uh, Anthony McNish's third personal foul. Amoafu gives it back. Now it's more inside. You'll be seeing more of that here tonight. Yeah, uh, great uh, acceleration through the paint there. Uh, kept his defender off, kept a clear path to the basket. Another three there from Claire, flashing his Curry-esque approach to the game. DeSimmon driving. Claire, not able to transition well between offense and defense, seemed overpowered there. Not the biggest of statures on the court. 
from the far side elbow. Trading points quickly. That time it was Grant Audu for the Thunderbirds. Two points. It's 53-62 still in favor of the Huskies. Pump fake from deep for three was DeSimmon. He's charging through the middle. Hands, hands were on the ball. That was McNish and Shepard who were in the area. Pulling away with it were the Huskies. Four left on the shot clock. Pulling up is Moore. He is off target. But the 5-6 Nichols, or Nickel pulls away with the rebound. Nickel now in against Claire. He's stuffed. And the ball will be given back to the Thunderbirds. Nickel likely to excel more from mid-range to deep. Pretty scrappy play out there right now as there's a, a lot of jostling, a lot of banging, and uh, a lot of back and forth in this game. Uh, uh, very entertaining, I must say, though. Foul called here against number 15, Maxwell Amofu of the Huskies. Shepard's looking a bit winded out there. He might actually even be in pain. He comes off. Into the game is Borsier and also now number eight, Jonah Morrison. Adu with the ball, one-on-one -on -one with JT Robinson who pokes it away. The ball is still in Thunderbird possession as it was Robinson who had the last finger on it. 2.45 left here in the third. You're listening to CITR 101.9 or Canada West, depending on how you're streaming this game. That ball went all the way back, and just getting it off on time was McNish. Thunderbirds get the offensive rebound. Have time to set another play here. They got lucky on that last play. Now it's Grant Audu from the near side. Another shot beyond the arc. Audu finds some success. That one sinks. Mason Borsier driving into the paint. Defense collapse on him. He finds the open Adu on the side. DeSimmon gets the pass in. Huskies end up giving it into the hands of Akintunde, who converts the layup. So anytime UBC comes down, gets some points, uh, Saskatchewan has an answer. 56-64, trailing eight are the Thunderbirds. Adu, near side, tries to grab his own rebound. Foul called on the play against Number 12 of the Huskies, Levi Timmermans, who we are seeing now for the first time this game. We ta I talked a bit about Timmermans earlier. He's one of the new additions to the team. So UBC with a chance now to uh, cut the deficit even further. Sinking the first of two is Adu. 158 left here in the third. Audu sinks them both. Now it's just six point differential between the two teams. UBC in the bonus for the remainder of this quarter here. See if they can take advantage of that. Jonah Morrison of the Thunderbirds almost stripped it away. Ball bounces around, ends up in Thunderbird hands. The pass was given out to McNish, inside to Morrison, fakes up, almost comes away with the three point opportunity. However, will go to the line to shoot two. Jonah Morrison. Yeah, UBC with the bonus uh, situation right now. Got to be very aggressive. Take the ball to the hoop. See if they can get some fouls on Saskatchewan and get some points. A lot of that play was made possible by the nice pass by Jaden Cohey reading that.
but was an original outburst from Saskatchewan has quieted a bit. But like you mentioned, it's a constant trading of points here. Thunderbirds just slowly getting one point here, one point there. You wonder if a quarter and a minute 30 left here in the third will be enough to get back. This time pulling up from three is DeSimmon. He misses that one, pulled down by a Husky. I believe that's the recently substituted in Timmermans. But he throws the ball out of bounds. Thunderbird inbound here for Anthony McNish. Well, UBC crawling back into this. Remember, they were down by 15 points not so long ago. And uh, now they're only down by, uh, by six points. UBC uh, getting back into this. Borsier gives the pass out to McNish, who almost loses it. Good defense there by Saskatchewan in the paint. Spin move by Borsier. Bounces around a few times, but it drops in. Borsier going in, got cut off there on his drive, was able to pull it back and just hit the 10-foot, uh, 12-foot uh, jumper. More driving. Oh my God, did that shot just fall? I'm afraid it did, yes. What an incredible effort. That was a last minute prayer that he sent up and it somehow found its way into the hoop. He'll go to shoot for the three point play. Lawrence Moore, what a game he's having here tonight. Well, when you're contacted, first thing you do is you get the ball up in the air and uh, see if you can get it in. He converts the three point play. Seven point lead is restored here for the Huskies as the Thunderbirds doing all they can to get back in this one. Jaden Coey, far side, drives in. He'll have an opportunity for an and one as well. Coey hanging in the air as he drove into the left side of the paint there, bounced it off of the glass, uh, picked up the deuce, picked up the contact, and uh, UBC has a chance to, uh, to draw this to uh, a four-point deficit. Just busted through a lot of the defenders on the opposition. We've seen this from both teams. Uh, Akintunde will do it for the Huskies. We haven't really seen too much of Timmermans, but earlier Barker was doing some of the same gameplay. More, there's not too much to say about him other than wow. This time it is a mistake on a pass, bounce pass intended for Timmermans. Goes out and gives Thunderbirds an opportunity here with just over 22 left in the third. Yeah, Levi just not able to, uh, to catch up with that bounce pass uh, from uh, Lawrence Moore. It was open though, if they could have just connected, I think they could have gotten a couple points on that. Shepard back into the game here for the Thunderbirds. Kohi will take the ball up slowly, hoping that this will be the last possession of the third quarter. They're trailing just four here. Kohi on the near side now, one-on-one -on -one with JT Robinson. Robinson's had a big game. Kohi, was that a two or a three? The official said three, it bounced around, and it goes in, it is a three by the official. That is some home court advantage on a bounce, if I've ever seen one. Well, yeah, if this were the Boston Celtics and the Boston Garden, uh, you'd probably say that was the leprechaun out there. What a bounce. Thunderbirds are just down by one now here after a few miracle shots on both sides, but the last one there by Kohi finds its way into the bottom of the net. Down by 15. Yeah. This, this game went, this quarter was really the exposition of extremes. We saw a eight point halftime lead turn into a 15 point lead, then get shrunk all the way back down to a one point lead here, Doug. Yeah, you gotta give the Thunderbirds credit. They are hanging in there and they're 
crawling back in bit by bit. They're not trying to get it all at one time. Lawrence Moore, one kind of a game for him. 28 points on the night so far. No one else on the team has more than 11, which is JT Robinson. He's done a lot. Also put up four assists and five rebounds on the night. On the side of the Thunderbirds, the charge has been led by Jaden Coey with that last three now up to 18 points on the night. Doing a nice job off the bench, Manroop Claire, who we talked about, the three-point specialist. Came up clutch there at parts of the third quarter and has really helped this Thunderbird team get back into the game. Well, from what I'm seeing here, the Thunderbirds are shooting uh, a little bit better uh, from uh, outside the arc. They were at 22% at the half. They're now up to 28%, uh, but that doesn't account for the entire uh, uh, change in momentum here. One thing that UBC Thunderbirds are doing well is shooting their free throws. They're 10 of 13 for 77%, and uh, that's something that, uh, uh, you know, you get to the hoop, uh, if you don't get the basket, you get the foul, and you get the chance to add some from the uh, charity strike. And for those who are just tuned in to Canada West, you witnessed a half-court shot made there by one of the fans. This is, I think, the loudest I've heard the stadium here tonight, Doug. Well, the, the guy gets a nifty-looking snowboard there. Maybe yeah. he should try out for the team. Yeah. Help with the three points. Well, I'm... I'm sure that snowboard is, uh, you know, a hefty bit of coin. And we're going to take a quick look around the league as action is underway across the boards for men's basketball in Canada West. Alberta yesterday beat McEwen of a score 85 to 56. Winnipeg edged Victoria 93 to 84. Manitoba found themselves on top on the road against Brandon 88-78. Mount Royal Cougars are trailing UNBC late in the fourth with a 15-point deficit of 95-80. Regina trumped, or rather was trumped by Calgary of a score 91-68. Trinity Western is at half, leading UBC Okanagan. And Thompson Rivers and Fraser Valley will get underway in just a bit. We're underway here now for the fourth quarter. Thunderbirds trailing one. They have possession of the ball as Grant Audu gives it back to Kohi the leading scorer of the Thunderbirds. Eight seconds on the shot clock. That was a three-point attempt, fell short. Offensive rebound, something we haven't seen from them in the third quarter. That was Grant Shepard who came away with it. Shepard this time stepping well out of bounds before being able to recover. Yeah, Grant Audu uh, driving in there, couldn't get the shot off, so he tried to dump it off to, uh, uh, to Grant Shepard, but uh, Shepard uh, was not able to control that ball as uh, Grant Audu actually rolled into him. Shepard has quietly had a nice night. It hasn't necessarily been, hasn't been points on the board, but eight rebounds for him here. This time another deep attempt from Moore. That one falls short. Rebound handled by Borsier. And he takes it up the court. Borsier gives it out wide to McNish. McNish drives in. Tries to get it up. There was contact on the play. Someone got a finger on the ball. The Huskies come away with it and they'll bring it up court. It's DeSimmon now. DeSimmon doing a nice job. His shot wouldn't fall. And as Barker tried to get the offensive rebound, Shepard doing a nice job stripping it away from the Huskies. I mean, Shepard just stood his ground inside the paint there. 
uh, and, and just uh, uh, would not be moved by Barker and Barker fouling him. Uh, at least I thought he fouled him. No indication on the, uh, on the board right now. Uh, but I thought it was a foul by Barker uh, on that rebound by, by Shepard. And it is indeed a foul on Barker. That's his fourth personal foul. Uh, so uh, Barker is uh, one foul away uh, from uh, having to exit this game. Meanwhile, Shepard closing in on double-digit rebounds, now up to nine. Thunderbirds have the ball. Adu was double-teamed there for a bit. Looked to be in a sticky situation, which he got out of. As Adu tries to drive through the center of the court, play comes to a halt. Another foul. Atkin Tunde charged with the foul there. 14 on the shot clock here for the Thunderbirds as they inbound it. It's Kohi from the far side, one-on-one -on -one there with DeSimmet. Now it's Borsier, sends it out wide for McNish. Much too far, air ball is corralled easily by DeSimmet. It's more now with the ball. 28 points on the night for the man of the hour. One-on-one -on -one with McNish, spin moves, tries to shake him, but instead sends it out. That was Atkin Tunde with the shot. Another air ball, back-to-back -back air balls from both sides. Yeah, extremely short. That must have been about uh, two feet uh, uh, short on that shot there as we see it on the replay and wasn't even online. So, so UBC gets another opportunity here to, uh, to retake the lead. At eight minutes left now, as it's the play clock has restarted here. It's the same score that we actually left with after the third quarter, 66-67, Thunderbirds still trailing. In other words, no one has scored for either side. Jaden Kohi, Arkantunde contesting him. Kohi, using all his strength, gets fouled. We'll go to the line to shoot two. UBC attacking the basket, uh, getting uh, not the uh, the result that they actually wanted, which was a basket, but they did get a foul, and they will have a chance to uh, uh, tie the game and maybe even take the lead if they uh, are able to sink these free throws. As he does sink the first one, Thunderbirds are now 11 for 14 on the night in free throws. That's a percentage up over 78%. Kohi, as it's a tie game, looks to grab the lead for the T-Birds and does just that. First lead that we've seen for them since I think back in the first quarter. So from the uh, a long road back for the Thunderbirds, we'll see if they can uh, sprint to the finish. Thunderbirds teams looking to come away with two victories here on opening night. Offensive rebound there, that was Amoafu grabbing the board. Lots of hands down on the court and then up in the air. The foul will be called, I believe it was on the shot. It was hard to see, a lot of hands all in there at once. Indeed, McNish charged while Amoafu was going up for the shot. He'll shoot two of his own. Amoafu sporting a bandage on his uh, I was just cheek say, there. I don't know if he had that at the beginning of the game. You wonder if he caught an elbow or a finger. Um, I think that's probably from the game because it has been uh, a little uh, chippy and um, it's been hotly contested on both sides. Hotly contested, yes, that's a, that's a good phrase. We'll use that. Missing the first of two, he does it the second, ties it up again. 
these teams are going to go back and forth, it seems, for a while here. Borsier now. Near corner, or the far corner, short corner, that is. That shot won't fall. Ball goes back. JT Robinson driving it all the way home. Nice job there by Manru Claire stepping up on defense, something we haven't seen from him before. Yeah, forced JT Robinson out a little bit further, and uh, so he wasn't able to uh, uh, get the shot in. Simon gives it back here to Kohi. Kohi trying to set the play for his team. He's taking on a nice leadership role here with his new squad. And we're going to have a foul on the Thunderbirds here. I think uh, Patrick Simon going to pick up a foul for uh, an illegal screen. Unfortunate as Adu unleashed a three that actually found its way home. That was nullified. That's why you might have heard a few muffled screams here from UBC. That doesn't count. We're still locked here at 68 with just over six and a half to play. Patrick Simon will grab the rebound there after the three-point attempt. Audu will bring it up the court. Right through the middle, Audu taking it all by himself. No one to help him. And he falls short as well. There's been just a few points here in this fourth quarter. Different, very different story than the third. From deep is DeSimmon. Looked like he had a good shot at the three. He's off. He's missed a few of those as of late. But it looks like in the latter stages of the game, and we were talking about this earlier, we were wondering if uh, Saskatchewan could remain hot from the outside. Right now, they're not. Foul called here against Lawrence Moore. A lot of fouls here in this fourth quarter. Both teams trying to do all they can to stop the other offense. It was a reach, I believe. Yeah, a reach in by Lawrence Moore as he tried to tap the ball away as Jaden Cohey spun. That was Simon, who pump faked with the three, went in for the dunk and missed it. Simon, costing his team a pair of points, which the Huskies dutifully add at the other end. Well, he slammed it through, and I, I know that the basketball did go through, uh, but uh, the basket uh, itself coughed it right up. Manru Claire, that was a two, a deep two, awarded by the official. It looked to be a three. I think Claire wasn't aware of his foot. Okay, we're in for a barn burner of a finish here as we've been tied a few times in the uh, last couple of minutes here. Right now, it's tied at 70. Nick Nickel in the turnover. It's Borsier all by himself. Beautiful move. We've seen a few fantastic layups. He's really good in the in the finishes in the finishing touches when he goes up. Protects the ball, but great anticipation. Picking up that steal. Almost another lost ball here by the Huskies. Barker was able to get it back. Eight seconds. It's Nichols now. Nice pass in, and that was for Atkintunde. And that's just Great ball handling inside the paint there by Nichols as he was able to dribble in and find uh, his teammate there underneath the basket for the deuce. Kohi couldn't tell if that was a intentional no-look pass or if it was tipped away. He was fouled on the play and will go to shoot two. And we're tied again at 72, so that must be about uh, four, probably five ties in the last couple of minutes. Timeout here taken by the Huskies. They're looking to regroup. Uh, that's going to be uh, fifth personal foul for Barker. Uh, so he's fouled out of the game. Saskatchewan getting uh, the time to make the substitution. Through the second and third quarters, 
and my mistake, there was no timeout. The whistle was actually signifying the, the fouling out of Barker. It seemed that the Huskies had such a good grip on this game, and it was the Thunderbirds really lost control, and then something changed late in the third where the Thunderbirds have turned the tides and here are now at a two-point advantage with just four and a half left in this game. Well, let's watch the rest of the game and see how this one plays out because I'm interested. Shepard let Moore have some room. Shouldn't have done that. Moore drives home a three. You know, this can be a real barn burner of a finish here, and, and quite frankly, I love it because I'd love to see, uh, you know, really hotly contested ball games. 31 points now for Moore. Manru Claire almost losing that ball. Manru is stuffed at the net. Amoafu going up big time. Oh yeah, that was a big time rejection. Uh, looks like Dikembe Matumbo uh, blasting that ball out. Huge block there by Amoafu. And now the ball after that block will still remain in Thunderbird hands with just seven left on the shot clock. I hope people understand who Dikembe Matumbo was. I got the reference, <laughs> okay. not, not in my house. <laughs> exactly. You get the finger wag. That, that was all that was missing there, really. It was the finger wag. Shepard now fouled. He'll go to the line as well. Thunderbirds trailing one here. Converts the first to two. And I remember there were times last year when, when Shepard would go to line, he would struggle. I think there was a lot of pressure put on him. As the, as you as you quoted, Connor Morgan 2.0, he misses the second one, splits the pair, but it seems that he's starting to fit into his role a bit better. Not quite realize that you know rebounds and defense is is his strongest suits to the game, and, and he needs to contribute and get the ball into hands of players like Kohi. And Moore again undressing the UBC Thunderbird defense, getting the shot to drop. Uh, and almost a steal, another steal uh, by Akintunde. Akintunde, yes. Akintunde. I'll get it right. Right now it's uh, Saskatchewan with a two-point lead as uh, UBC prepares to go back to the free throw line and um, try to uh, tie this ball game back in here. Uh, one of the most important aspects of this game right now is that UBC is in the bonus. And uh, they've only uh, uh, committed uh, two team fouls uh, themselves. So UBC in this last uh, three minutes and 50 seconds have uh, a, a great advantage. If they're able to attack the basket, they'll put themselves at the free throw line and that is, a uh, is where they can win this one. More bringing the ball up. Borsay split those free throws. 77 to 76 advantage here for the Huskies. Moore driving in. What can UBC defense do to stop him? Seems like they were able to get a hand on it. I think that might have been McNish up there. Now it's Manroop Claire for three. That time, the official does give him the three fingers up in the air. Thunderbirds, two point lead, another lead change. Yeah, this game's going back and forth. Very entertaining for this. Uh, Huge crowd that we have here at the uh, War Memorial Gym. Play stopped as the floor itself was wet. They had to make sure it was a playable, safe surface. So Anthony McDish driving the ball up to the uh, top of the key there, dishes off to Manru Claire, who makes no mistake about it. 
for Manroop. Uh, that's uh, 16 points now in the evening. So after some early jitters, seems to be doing quite well. Welcome to the UBC family, Manroop Claire. Thunderbird fans are happy to see his addition. McNish gets the steal, and again, a huge rejection at the net, but it indeed will be a foul. That's on Amoafu, who we just saw earlier come up with a huge block. Now Shepard cleaned the boards there and uh, put the ball in, but it doesn't look like that's gonna count uh, because the foul occurred before. It'll be McNish after he had a nice drive through the lane was stuffed by Moafu, who also fouled him on that play. Yeah. McNish will shoot two. We got to look at the rebound here. Right, as you see the foul there by uh, Maxwell Amamafu. So UBC, with a 79 to 77 lead, have the opportunity from the charity strike to increase the lead. UBC has struggled with turnovers, 18 of them on the game. Four from Patrick Simon alone, but they have had some highlights. Jaden Cohee, Manru Claire, a nice job on the boards by Grant Shepard, who now is at double digits in rebounds. Coming out of this timeout from Saskatchewan, it's gonna be pivotal that this Husky side keep feeding the ball to their best player tonight, which is Moore. Defense against this Thunderbird attack. We saw a nice effort there by Amoafu. He unfortunately was charged negatively for his efforts as McNish is gonna try and extend this Thunderbird lead here. And Timeout is over. That's four personal fouls on Amoafu. So he's got to be very careful. Yeah. A lot of fouls on both sides. And really, if UBC wants to, uh, you know, remove an obstacle, go at him offensive, on the offensive boards. That time, McNish gets his own rebound and puts it home while getting fouled. Three-point opportunity set here again. He'll go back to the free throw line. UBC uh, with now a five-point lead with a chance to make it even more. It was a lot of hands going up in the air. A few Huskies touched the ball. So did UBC's Grant Shepard. It managed to kick its way back into the hands of Audu, who put it home after getting fouled, converting the three-point play. So six-point lead for the Thunderbirds here. Moore gets it out, now in the hands of JT Robinson, who's been moderately kept quiet since that first and second quarters. Another opportunity, though, from the free throw line. That time, it was Deciman who will go to the charity stripe to try and add on to his two points. This will be another three-point opportunity during this game. Slicing through the, uh, the paint, drawing his team closer. 2.48 left. During this game here, just a three-point lead now for the Thunderbirds. McNish had a run there of five straight points going in his favor, or four actually, as he missed the second free throw. That's why he was able to get the rebound. Jane Coey, the leading scorer on the day, he's fouled as well, and, and that's, gonna, that's be, gonna be five for him. That's gonna be five for Emma Afo. Looks like We'll see what they're gonna do with him. 
and he indeed is coming off. It's gonna be now coming into the game, number six, Alexander Dewar. The rookie Dewar hasn't made too much of a splash here tonight. Hasn't seen too much playing time to do so. He is two for two in shot attempts, however, and put up five points on night, one of those coming from three-point line. Well, the Thunderbirds, if they do uh, indeed go on and win this game, uh, they will have done it by taking the ball into the basket, creating contact, and hitting their foul shots. And that's... Uh, exactly, that's what I was going to say. As we see two more there from Kohi. That was the opposite story for what the Saskatchewan women's team couldn't do. They shot a dismal 55% from the line, mm -hmm. and that cost them the game against UBC. Here the Thunderbirds men's side shooting above 84% now, doing a great job maximizing their opportunities when they are sent for free points. 85-80, Thunderbirds hold the lead, 234 left here in regulation. Still lots of time left though, uh, so UBC has got to play some good defense to keep Saskatchewan off the board. A deep three attempt, it was a bit of a fade as well, that was thrown up by Moore. He didn't have the best look. Boissier gives it into Shepard. Shepard, near corner, tries to drive. Dishes it back out, that time it was Audu missing. Shepard, another rebound. Offensive rebound, puts it in. Extends the Thunderbird lead to seven now. Established great position on the inside of the paint there, was able to get the rebound and put it back up with little to no difficulty. When Shepard posts, he uses his big body against the opposition. It's hard to go up against someone of his size. He's a big figure out on the court. But not only that, he has great body control. Uh, he has some very good moves and some good footwork. In addition to being six foot 10, 225. Well, it helps, yeah. I'm not gonna guard him. That's, that's definitely true, <laughs> I wouldn't either. That, that actually, I don't know if that first free throw attempt counted as their Thunderbirds were substituting in McNish for Adu. Well, they didn't put one up on the board, so I guess it did not count. DeSimmon sinks that one. And he'll go to shoot another one here. 87 to 81. DeSimmon cuts it to a five-point lead here late. 153 left in regulation. Lots Full court press. Yeah, I was about to say Saskatchewan putting the pressure on the Thunderbirds, see if they can handle it. Kohi, almost unable to, however, will draw the foul on the play. They almost had him boxed in at the corner there, uh, just past the uh, half court line. Yeah, you don't want the backcourt violation. Instead, it bites them, them being the Huskies, as Kohi, with the Thunderbirds in the bonus, is up to shoot more from the free throw line, and he's good. Very good from the charity stripe. So far on the night, perfect six for six. Make it seven for seven for Kohey. UBC still in the bonus, uh, but uh, Saskatchewan will get on the bonus on the next UBC foul, but it may be just a little bit too late uh, for Saskatchewan. Pump fake from three, a strip there by Audu, and the Thunderbirds will control it here late. 
seven point lead. Borsi is slowing down the tempo. JT Robinson was one on one. They switched and as Adu went up and so did Afkintunde. The ball is turned over here to the Huskies. It's deep three attempt there from Robinson. He's off target and play is halted as Kohi slammed to the ground. Foul against the Huskies. So as we see the replay here, we got the shot going off and then the, uh, it was a bit below the camera angle, but yeah. I believe Arkin Tunde was nearby and might have gotten an elbow or a body too close to, to Kohi, who's been perfect from this free throw line. And he's hurting right now though on the court. That about puts an end to this ball game here. A minute 20 left, and uh, Akintunde has fouled out for the Huskies. So uh, not a lot of weapons on the court uh, for for Saskatchewan right now as they go down into the uh, latter part of this game. UBC in control uh, at the charity stripe. Kohi at the free throw line. Kohi does miss the first one. Now into the court for the Huskies is Kessler Bishop as well as Alexander Dewar. And I wouldn't count this game over just yet. Minute 20, a lot of things can happen, especially with in regard to timeouts. Um, Kohi does miss a second one, so you never know, Doug. Taking it back down the other end of the court is Moore. Moore, the focal point, along with Robinson here, especially with these current players on court. Robinson misses that one. Shepard will grab the board. Back at the other end, Borsier kicks it out for Kohi who chooses to slow down the play smartly. Yeah, very, very good decision. They want to use the clock right now. Couldn't have said it better myself. Kohi driving in, and the call will go against him for the charge. Or no, it was... No, it was, it was a charge uh, against uh, Jaden Kohi there. So it'll be uh, UBC turning over the ball and um, a glimmer of hope still for Saskatchewan. UBC with the turnover after the foul. Timeout here for the Huskies. Head coach Barry Rollick trying to figure out what he can do to strategize this last 57 seconds of the game for his underdog Huskies, who even if they don't come away with this win, put up a lot stronger of a fight than I think UBC was anticipating from a team that went just 10 and 10 last year. Well, certainly they have, uh, a number of their players have a, a year more experience and I'm talking about uh, Lawrence Moore and um, Barker and also they've made some good additions it seems to their to their roster. Nickel, so, Nickel one of those additions, yeah. Dewar. We, there's a lot of players that we still haven't even seen tonight. Timmermans we did for a bit. Amoafu is one of also the rookies. He did have a big impact. Ended up costing his team though towards the end of play. With 50.6 is the official amount of time left on the game clock. Thunderbirds hoping to wind down time. This might get extended for a while as it's a bit of a, a timeout game. Huskies just with one left to go. Both teams in the bonus here. You gotta be careful with fouls, but you can't if you're the Huskies because you're trailing by so much. It's one of those strategy games which yeah, is really decided by the coach. The thing is that, uh, you know, Saskatchewan's got a foul. They've gotta get a shot to go in. They've got a foul. And that time picked away. Yeah. So right after they try and inbound it, it was the recently substituted on number three, 
Kessler Bishop, who cost the turnover, and now the Thunderbirds have the ball with just 35 seconds left. Kicked out wide here for Audu. Eight seconds left on the shot clock. Gives it back. Thunderbirds trying to drain out all the time. It'll be McNish driving in. He misses. Still, glimmers of hope here late. Atkintunde dishes it out. A three here is converted. That was Alexander Dewar, and that is exactly what this Husky team needed. 20.3 left on the game clock. But it is still a two-possession ball game right now, so UBC has to uh, take care of the ball. They can't turn it over. That's the number one. And in addition to that, with the timeout now taken here by UBC, make sure you do not foul on a three-point attempt. You cannot cost your team the game by an overly aggressive defensive approach here late. Yeah, certainly not. You don't, well, you don't want to commit a foul. If they hit a shot, uh, I mean, all well and good for uh, for Saskatchewan, but uh, uh, UBC should not uh, be uh, be fouling. They just got to play some good, tough, uh, tough defense. Uh, from the uh, point of view of Saskatchewan, they've got to get the ball into the hoop, get some points here, and then they're going to have to foul UBC because otherwise time is going to run out. Monster game here for Atkintunde, who we haven't really talked about. He's at a double-double. He's actually, if there was a little more playtime, nearing a triple-double, Doug. Six steals in addition to 10 rebounds and 12 points. Huge game for the Husky player. Yeah, very impressed with his play tonight. Looking forward to seeing... Uh, how he bounces back tomorrow evening as uh, uh, these teams are going to meet again uh, tomorrow, Saturday night, right here at the War Memorial Gym. We'll have that game for you as well on uh, Canada West uh, Canada West TV. The ball was inbound in 18.7. The foul, which was purposely committed there by the Huskies, will send Borsier to the line. Huskies playing... The foul and, and attack with three game here. It's their best option trailing forward with just under 20 seconds to go. Well, it's their only option there. They have to hope that Borsier misses. They have to get the ball down the, uh, the court as quickly as possible. And even if Borsier hits both of them, it's still a two possession game. Uh, you, uh, you have to hope uh, that you can get the, uh, the ball down there, take a three pointer. And that's what they're gonna be doing. They're gonna be setting up for a three pointer. So UBC has to be very, uh, very careful about that. Six defend point lead. It. Yeah, defend it, but don't commit the foul. Right, six point lead here. Borsier hitting both those free throws. Final timeout here now taken by this Husky team. We saw after Lance Moore had a great first half and a ridiculous third quarter. Bit quieter here in the fourth, partially leading to the Husky team now trailing. 91 to 85 with under 20 seconds to go. Can't knock his performance by any means, however. 31 okay. points on any given night is spectacular. Yeah, certainly not, but he did need to have... Consistency. Well, no, he, he's, he's, he had consistency. He needed help from his uh, other teammates there. Certainly got it from Akintunde. Uh, certainly got it from Robinson, but uh, the other guys not really stepping up as, uh, uh, as much as uh, was needed. A rough night for number one of the Huskies, Chan Desiman. He actually has four turnovers and only just four points for him on the game. Amoafo had a mixed, mixed bag as well, four rebounds, six points. Did have a pair of turnovers and some costly fouls. Strange, the scoreboard has him at nine points, but... Uh, Official Canada West. <laughs>
has him registered here at uh, six. I, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about uh, uh, the, uh, the stats that uh, we're given. Pulling up from three as the inbound was given some more. He's, he misses. The ball was kept alive somehow by Atkin, or rather Deciman, and a two point there. It was Dewar who drove in, raising his hands afterwards as I think there was miscommunication that they had to take the three. There's just, did you catch the time? Six seconds left? Temp I believe six seconds left after uh, Dewar opted to go in I for thought the it was two. Four, I, I saw 4.8, but then, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll find out once the uh, play is whistled back in. UBC with a four-point lead. It is still a two-possession game as long as you don't foul a three-point shooter and he happens to get it in. These final minutes yeah. really drawing out like any hotly contested basketball game. It's bound to happen, especially when the losing team you know, they have, they have opportunities. They've missed. The Huskies in this fourth quarter have missed a lot of three-point opportunities. They struggled in certain areas. They committed a lot of poorly timed fouls after putting up an outstanding third quarter against this solid and deep UBC team. Yeah, they did, but, uh, you know, give UBC credit as well uh, because they were able to, uh, to get back in this game in the third quarter. Uh, and uh, ended up with a, a very close score. I think you might have been right about the earlier note on the points for Amuafu. I think it is at nine. Uh, you mean Desemin? Desemin. Yeah. Yes. 3.5 3. is the time left here on the game clock. Yeah. UBC hoping to close out the Friday night opener with two wins. Women's one big in an upset against the number one ranked Huskies earlier as Manru Claire misses the first of two free throws. And our stats seem to be frozen at 75-75, which was about, uh, I don't know, five minutes ago. He will hit the second. It's a five-point game. Moore's doing all he can to not touch the ball until last second. He'll pull up from three as the game expires. And 92-87 will be the final score as we see the Thunderbird banner fly high here at home. War Memorial Gymnasium has done the Thunderbirds well tonight. Two wins for the, the women's and then the men's team on the opening night of Canada West Basketball 2018-2019 season. Well, it makes me want to come back tomorrow night because I think it's going to be uh, uh, two good games, the, the women and also the, the uh, men's game. Uh, I, I think that Saskatchewan, the men here, uh, they came out and played some excellent basketball uh, against the Thunderbirds. They just could not sustain it uh, for a full 40 minutes. And um, they just sort of uh, petered out towards the end of the game and UBC was able to come back and win this one after being down by 15 points. So full credit to the Thunderbirds for uh, sticking with it. Uh, and coming up with a victory this evening in the uh, first uh, game of the season. Top scorers on each team, it's Jaden Cohey for the Thunderbirds, putting up 29 points on the night. On the opposite side, it is more of the Huskies who put up to what I believe was 31, in-house stats say 30. He was also helped on the Husky side by JT Robinson who put up 13 on the night, as well as Atkin Tude who was nearing a triple-double, put up a solid double-double 
for the Saskatchewan team. On the Thunderbirds, other big contributors, contributors, Manroof Claire, Doug, do you want to talk about his performance tonight? Well, I, I thought he was really rusty as he started out this uh, ball game. Uh, he was just not uh, getting into uh, uh, a good shooting rhythm, uh, but that did not last the, the full game. He ended up with uh, uh, 16 points, I, uh, 17, 17 points. points uh, an excellent uh, effort by Manru Claire after seeing virtually, well, absolutely no action uh, in the um, uh, in the in the preseason, yeah. And then Shepard also having a nice night, nearing a double double, off by one point, put up many rebounds, came around with nine points in the game. Meanwhile, Mason Borsier put up 14 points, and Grant Audu also put up 12. Thank you guys for listening in to Canada West TV and CITR 101.9. I'm Jacob Bear, and this has been Doug Richards. It's been a pleasure here tonight. Well, thanks. We'll see you again in, uh, what, a, a couple of weeks or so. I come back next week. We're covering. Okay. I'm covering the uh, Victoria Vikes Legend Cup game. Ah. But there will be more Thunderbird basketball here tomorrow night. Should be a nice rematch between yeah. the, especially the women's team, who's looking for a lot of revenge. This men's Husky team also put up a great fight. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you for tuning in to our coverage of Courtside. You're listening to CITR 101.9. If you want more coverage of UBC Sports, check out Thunderbird Eye every Wednesday from 4.30 to 5. We provide a weekly recap of UBC athletics and sometimes sit down to speak with the athletes themselves. We will be broadcasting more live basketball as well as volleyball games on CITR. And you can follow us at CITR Sports on Twitter and Facebook for news and updates on those future broadcasts, as well as updates and stories from all of Thunderbird Sports.